I'm Ryan Stegman, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. I don't know if I'm getting used to that yet. <laughs> it's weird. It's a little it's strange. strange. It's a little odd. That's right, I've, I've, I've taken the power of the interruption away from Jason. He's standing there with nothing now. See that? His well-planned assaults? Yeah, it hurts. No, I'm sorry. Well, we can go back to the old way, I guess. We have to evolve. We do, which is going to be a theme of some of the stuff we're going to talk about today, by the way. And... Uh, that man you heard at the beginning of the show, we'll be talking about him a little bit, too. Ryan K. Vaughn? <laughs> no. <laughs> Marcus Martin. Mr. Ryan Stegman. Uh, Stegs. Oh, that's right. There you go. He's a hack. No, I, I, wow, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. and I, I shouldn't be, because I liked his stuff before, but he has tweaked the formula a little bit, and he is looking spectacular lately. Spectacular. He's a general, generally all right guy. He is yes. funny man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but looks like funny looking, cheerful oh, bloke. Boom. Oh boy! Did you hear about um, LeBron James and the compound fracture to his lower leg tonight? What is... That might, might end his career. Oh shit! Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was just a fantasy I was having. Oh, that's hateful, Chris. Yes, no, it is. I hate, right there. I hate that asshole. Wow. Fuck that. Hmm. Sorry. NBA playoffs. God damn. Live it. Wow. Live it. Love it. Talk about bringing the episode to a screeching. Wait, wave, <laughs> waves of karma. What you what you push out, you will receive. <laughs> God damn it! You're gonna foul him. Foul him hard. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my goodness. Hey everybody, look What's at up, this. Hey, it is 11 o'clock comics episode, scrolly scrolly, 264. <laughs> and I am Vince B. 264? Yep. God. I'm Almo- almost at my IQ. <laughs> ah, nice. That is funny. Humorous. <laughs> I am David Price. IT professional in the house. Oh, true. Norton hater. Word. <laughs> And I will beat all of you with your very best moves before I am the Taskmaster. Oh, again. Oh, you were the Taskmaster once before. Dude, it's nice. He's, he's double that once or twice. Yeah, so. you got it. He's worth it. he's the Taskmaster. Yeah. yeah. Especially wow. as I'm looking at my brand spanking new Bowen Taskmaster statue. Beach. <laughs> nice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> See? Fantastic 452 never looks so good. It uh, really never did. I think it looked like, the ta- looks like a skeleton guy to me. But no, you are not the Taskmaster. You are Jason Wood. Was it? And nobody out there mimics the service and support you get from our sponsor. <laughs> wow. Discount That's comic so book funny. service, DCB service. Hey, Dude, come on. Worse every week. You no, know, they get better. <laughs> DCBService.com, where you can get your funny books and collectibles at huge discounts. The new order form is up, and the discounts are many and varied. And uh, especially, get this. From Dark Horse, it's the best of Milligan and McCarthy. Ooh, it's a hardcover. It's twenty four ninety nine, and your price, 
$12.49. It has stuff from Vanguard Illustrated, Strange Days, 2000 AD, and Vertigo. Oh my god, you gotta get it. From IDW, it's the Dinosaurs Attack miniseries, the first issue of which is discounted 50% off. Get this. Jerry Gianni and Herb Trimpey and Earl Norum are on this. Herb Trimpey. Yes. They're back. 25 years after the Topps original Dinosaurs Attacks trading cards took a bite out of candy counter sales, the original Eclipse graphic novel written by DA creator Jerry Gianni returns, this time released in its entirely. They're finishing up what they started a long time ago with pencils by Herb Trimpey yay and paintings with pencil and paintings by illustrator Earl Norm Norm's great he really is dinosaurs attack it's one of five dollar ninety nine get it there and from image it's the nowhere men trade paperback Volume 1, Fates Worse Than Death, written by Eric Stevenson, art by Nate Belgard, and, uh, oh, Jordi Belair is on there. And, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's 100 and blah, blah, blah pages, collects Nowhere Men 1 to 6, cover price, as images want to do for their first trades, is nine ninety nine. but your price, $4.99. For six issues. Oh my god, come on. Remember, digital previews for a dollar twelve, don't kill a tree. Get it delivered right to your iPad or other uh device. Remember the code to get you an extra eight percent. I know someone who used it just today at my instruction, so they made out, and you can too. The code to get you an extra eight percent off is David? EOC eight. Oh my God! EOC eight gets you an extra eight percent off your already massively discounted order. And please remember, late orders and additions are always, always welcome. They don't care. They will add stuff, get you stuff. They. The only thing DCBS doesn't do is send a representative to your house to turn the pages for you as you read the books. They're not doing it yet, but I get. I bet you it's in the cards. DCBService.com. Just go. I like them. I know. Um, I like drinking too. Um, yes, you do. Yeah, you do. My my transitions are way worse than than Vince's. Um, uh, Jason, what are you drinking? Well, uh, you'll be thrilled to know that I am having some Diet Dr Pepper <laughs> sneak attack. Okay, all right. You're officially you're officially on fucking suspension. <laughs> Come back to me whenever you want to play the game again, Vince. Are you gonna sit? Are you gonna sit in the box with Jason? Jason? Move over on that bench, buddy. Oh yeah, God damn it! You, At least All the right. seats warm. David, David, they will inform us when they want to play again. <laughs> Until then, they they're they're in the box. They're in the penalty box. So I know that you are drinking some grapes of some sort. Probably you are correct. All right, pick me I up. am uh, I am drinking some gnarly head Merlot. That came back with you from Chicago, I think. Yes, it did. Yes. We see it was nice before Chris gets into what he's drinking. I, I thought it was a really cool idea that, that Jason and I brought stuff out there with us thinking that, you know, we'd have a few minutes to, to maybe sit around and shoot the shit with our flatmates. But uh, we didn't really spend a whole lot of time just shooting the shit in, in, in the loft. No, so. we didn't. That's very true. You so, took yeah. a lot of booze back with you. No, not a lot. Not a lot. The two bottles I get, I went out with, plus I think one of the bottles that Jason went out with. Oh, nice. And okay. some beer. Oh, no, you gave it to me. Oh, cool. Even better. Yeah. There you go. 
Yes. Uh, I'm having a, uh, it's a Chicago brew. It's from Half Acre, which is one of the, one of the Chicago breweries here. We actually have several that have popped up in the last few years. And I'm having their over ale. And, uh, it is everything that, uh, that you would probably think that, uh, that that would be. It is, uh, it is, uh, a really, uh, uh, highly hopped, um, thick, creamy ale. And it's, uh, it's yummy. And I'm enjoying it. And it comes in a in a full pint can. So um, I'll be sipping on it for a while. So there you go. It sounds super delicious. It is yummy. You would like it. I probably would. Uh, before we get into it, I would just like to remind everyone that by the time you're hearing this, there's only two days left to vote for my daughter Mia and, and her doodle for Google. Uh, I would love to thank, and I'm going to, uh, everybody who helped out so far. You, you all been great. Um, and you won't have to hear it again after this episode or read it on the Twitter because by Friday it'll be over. Thank goodness. Uh, David, do you have that URL, that bit LY one you did? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, keep, keep talking. Okay, David's going to get that URL. Um, a lot of people have been voting. She's been on the TV news like twice. She's been on That's cool. three of the local radio stations. Awesome. There are billboards around here with her drawing awesome. on it. No, it's there. People are really picking it up and and running with it, which is great because like stuff like that doesn't happen mm-hmm. in our area. Uh, so the kids just loving it, and I'll tell you, she's not flaunting it at all. That's great. No, That's cool. she's not my. She's not Nina. Nina mm-hmm. would Nina would be uh you know belly dancing in the streets. Mia right. is really humble and she's she's just loving it. And dude, you got to like mad thanks to all the people in our little community. Seriously. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Uh, you know, um David has been going out you two uh, above and beyond Scotty Young uh, retweeted it, uh, Art T. Bear, like everybody. Um, I don't want to, I shouldn't name names because I'm going to forget a lot, but like everyone I know retweeted the damn thing, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, definitely, and, uh, shout out to Daryl Taylor because. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was listening to, uh, episode 126 of No Apologies and he spent a good five minutes, uh, picking it up and, and asking all other listeners to, uh, vote for you, for, for her. That's as well. awesome, Daryl. Yes. Yeah, that was the part in The Grinch when the heart grows two sizes. <laughs> that's, right. that's well, Daryl's moment. A lot like our show, in that they vacillate quite quickly between completely inappropriate things and, and right. appropriate things. So, like about twenty minutes before that, it was a, it was a clip of Daryl up at Boston Comic Con, you know, because it got canceled. So he was all drunk talking about how you got to bang the shit out of a, a woman to make her ke- stay with you. And then I'm like, twenty minutes later, he's given this nice heartfelt like plea for your daughter. I'm like, oh, that's juxtaposition. That's, that's cool. Makes it even better, David. Exactly. Uh, the uh, the. The link is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash 12M, as in Mary, capital R, 3, capital P, and then N, as in Nancy. Ah, uh, thank you. So uh, let's let's give one final push, and I will not bring it up again. And thank you all for doing what you've done. I really, really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yay! Let's talk about comics. Wait, well, before... We, I want to talk about comics, but I want to give another shout out. Cool. Okay. Um, so Bob Retall, who I think yes. we all know. Have you ever met him, Chris? I don't know if you've ever met yeah, him. Yeah, he actually yes. he actually came in for an AC recording in Chicago. Oh, cool. That's okay. right. Yeah. Great. Well, Bob is a very active uh, member of our forums, but he has been podcasting, I think, even a year or two longer than us with uh, John Mayo on the comic book page. But uh, Bob, for those that don't know, is... Uh, 
we we are all I would say it's fair to say uh, obsessive collectors, but oh, yeah. Bob takes it to a whole new level. <laughs> he's, so, a super, he, he's a super fan. Oh yeah, he is. So he, um, I guess, back in December, he read an article somewhere about um, a gentleman in Australia that was claiming to have the world's largest comic book collection, and it noted in the article that the gentleman had sixty eight thousand comics. <laughs> so Bob said to himself, "Well, ha ha ha, I got, I got at least twenty thousand more than that." So, so. He he contacted the right people, and on May 18th, which is uh, a, not this weekend, but the following weekend. Um, so by the time you're listening to this, yeah, it'll be it'll be probably a little more than a week after you hear this. It's two Saturdays from now. He will be going for the Guinness Book of World Records for the world's largest comic book collection. That's awesome. That's it's impressive. pretty freaking cool. I mean, yeah. as a, again, as as some as someone who is you know we all are collectors and we all have a tr- almost unhealthy affinity for the physical goods that we, we love. It's pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> just even to say that I, you know the guy that has the world's largest collection. but uh, And a little Bob, bit crazy. Yeah, definitely. Just um, a little bit. Yeah. he he. Um, supposed to be. I know. That's what makes it fun. He not only has all these books, but he, he has cataloged them all in, <laughs> in a comic-based software program. So he literally has – and that 88,000 number is removing all duplicates – all things like Ohatmus, like there, he said, there were probably another ten thousand books that were duplicates and and other things that wow. would qualify. So uh, I just want to give him a shout out because I mean, how often do you know somebody that's going for a world record? So on May eighteenth, from twelve p.m. to five p.m. in Mission Viejo, California. So it's for all you West Coast peeps, not the Third Coast or East Coast peeps. Uh, Bob is having the event at his home. Um, there's going to be a film crew there because it has to be documented. Guinness is going to be there. Um, I think his LCS owner is going to be there uh, with some stuff going on. And he has actually opened up his home and invited any Forumites, listeners, friends who want to attend. He's going to be giving away a lot of his duplicates. He's going to be having food and drinks. So I just wanted to wish him luck. And He's giving away like 10,000 comics. Yeah, I know. He's like the uh, Forrest Ackerman <laughs> of, of the comic world, yeah, inviting yeah. people into his museum. Definitely. So yeah. I want to wish him luck, and I also want to say that uh, I don't know if it's it's probably not too late, but if you want to reach out to him, if you are in the area, um, I believe you can. Well, you can come to the forums, and there's a, a pinned thread which you can put in the show notes. But also, you can reach him at uh, at Bob at comicbookpage.com, and I believe also at Bob at comicspectrum.com. So yeah, you know, if you're in the area, go support it. It'd be fun. If I was out in Cali, I would definitely go check it out. So good For luck, real. Bob. Good job, Bob. Very cool. Awesome. Stop possessing Agent Cooper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, before we get too deep, um, uh, moment of silence for Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's, hey, full life, man. Full life. Sure. Coot, tip of the cap and, and awesome sauce and yep. sad to see him go, but, you know, a celebration of of one of the, one of the greats of science fiction and fantasy and someone that, uh, um, help shape the imaginations of a lot of people. I know uh we had talked to to Don Glute uh a couple of years ago and you know that he cited him as one of his huge influences. So um so um sad news but you know a guy that lived a full full healthy life. So uh, more of a celebration than than a moment of sadness. Right. I yeah. uh I found out today that uh last week um, Dan Adkins passed away. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Ah, yeah. moment of silence for Dan. Yeah. 
I met him. He was a Reading boy, right? Uh, uh, yes. Drew, drew me a Doctor Strange. That's awesome. Yep. yep. I um. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean, he drew everyone a Doctor Strange, but. <laughs> uh, I think uh, you guys already know this, but uh, I am named thanks to in big part Ray Harryhausen. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I um. So my my full name is Jason Barrett Wood, and uh, it was uh, my parents named me after their favorite movies. So uh, Jason comes from my dad's favorite movie, which was Jason, Jason the Argonauts. Okay. And uh, and Barrett is from uh, the Love Story, which was my mother's favorite movie. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cool. You know, I don't want to be a wet blanket. Mm-hmm. Kinda, but whenever um, the popularity of Ray Harryhausen um, comes up, you always got to give a little nod to Forrest Ackerman, because you know if it wasn't for famous monsters like Forey took up the the uh, Ray Harryhausen cause like nobody, and sure. he really championed him. So I mean, it would probably be a fraction of the people who actually knew who Ray Harryhausen was if it wasn't for Forey. But I mean, Ray's works great. But you gotta. Well, I would say again, like I, I, in the, in in Harry's case, in Ray, Ray's case, rather, you need to just judge it by the, like I think a lot of movies, even that we loved as kids, when I look at them now, relative to the kind of effects we see in modern movies, it's it's hard not to juxtapose them and, sure. and feel like. But but when you were young, there was this magic, and I will say that you know Clash every of the now, Titans, baby. Yeah, yeah, every now and then I still watch Clash of the Titans and Jason the Argonauts. That's awesome, buddy. I would take stop motion animation over this computer rendered stuff any day. Yeah, of the week. and I was going to say it really holds up. And and I think again with us, maybe we're we're a little tolerant because we grew up with a lot of stop motion. But like my kids. You know, I'll show them stuff that's even a little bit old, and they'll be like, "Oh, this stinks!" Like Jaws, like they they're hate. like, "Oh my god, it looks like Doctor Who." Yeah, like they think Jaws that's is ridiculous because it doesn't look scary to them at all. But, um, but like they, we watched Jason the Argonauts a year or two ago, and uh, and they thought it was awesome. It and is, yeah. So yeah, you know, I mean, awesome. There you go. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, like you said, good life. I mean, yes. he was he had lived a full life, and he was he was actually he was really great at what he did. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, David. Why don't yes, you sir. shoot us a live tweet there, buddy, and start us off. Uh, you know what? I'm going to start us off with with a big one because um, I know a little something that that happened this weekend. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm, this is pretty much a setup only because I know how it's going to play out, and I figure this is going to knock a lot of people on their asses. So <laughs> I, want, I want to get it out of the way now in case they don't hear the rest of the episode. What is going on? Yeah. I am going to ask the question, and Vince is going to answer first. Oh, <laughs> this EOC live tweet is from our pal, Mr. Julian Lytle. Oh, and no. he asks, it's not a manga question, Chris. He asks, how many of you are reading Hickman's Avengers titles? Plus, are you enjoying them? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I answer? You want you want to answer, Vince? Yeah, you should answer, Chris. I, I have to preface this with, um, and this on, feels very staged. It is, it is staged because David and I and and uh, Wood have been going back and forth for like two, three days. Uh, both of them stunned at at what I was tweeting them. Um, I have to say, I am not shitting you. I'm. I, I know I'm prone to hyperbole. No. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am, but. This weekend, I have fallen back in love hard with the Marvel stuff. Oh, snap! And it's because of... The instigating uh, book was Superior Spider-Man. 
because I have been hearing and reading stuff on the Twitter like, oh man, Dan Slot with, with issue number nine, Dan Slot gave my, my inner child an aneurysm and now it's, you know, on life support and it's horrible and, and woe is us. And I said, what the hell is going on? So in order to read Superior Spider-Man, I had to catch up on Amazing Spider-Man. And so I'm looking at, and I wanted to know what was going on with this Doc Ock stuff, right? So I'm looking at the at the spread, and it's like, okay, I guess I have to go back to 690. And it's like, wait a minute, who are these people? Who's this alpha kid? I don't know who he is. So I went back a little farther, and I'm like, the lizard is eating people? I don't, what is this? So I, I said, I got to pick a, a starting point, a, a definite starting point. So I read Amazing Spider-Man 680 to 700. And I read Superior Spider-Man 1 to 9. And I'm like, holy crap, this is really good. And as I was looking for, you know, where to start, I, I picked up a recent issue of Marvel Now. It was like one of the ones that um, I think Comics Are Wednesday sent me a variant, uh, Scotty Young baby cover, cover variant for nice. um, Avengers number one. And I'm looking at the art and I'm like, before I, 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 I you know, parsed it, and I was like, wow, this, this U art uh, not you, um, Opeña. This Opeña art's really nice, but I didn't really take a good look at it. And and once I I paused enough to let it wash over me, I I was hooked, and it was just like it it, it steamrolled. I read I read from there. I read Avengers one to ten. That's the Hickman book, right? Then I read New Avengers one to five. Then I read Captain America one to six, uh, Indestructible Hulk one to seven. And what else, David? Uncanny Avengers one to what's it up to? to nine, uh, eight or nine. I read the Acuna stuff you said. Yeah, and and I'm just like, I fell really deep and hard. The stuff is fantastic, and I'm, I'm, I'm loath to admit this to a certain degree because nobody's going to believe it. You know what I mean? Because I've been off them for so long that you know me just gushing about. Every one of these books, each one was as good or better than the one before it. It was crazy good. Well, let's let's be clear: you weren't just off them; you you, you spoke were with yeah, religious certainty. Yes, that I was. Comics were dead to you. But I, I have to say, when you um, approach a book with a what I can perceive as a plan. That you know what you're doing and you have this thing planned out and then you pepper it with like symbolism and for short, uh, not foreshortening, foreshadowing and you, you know, really convince me that you got a handle on where you're going with these books. I'm easily sucked in. And that's exactly what the Hickman books are. They're, they're all interconnected. There's stuff that's going on in one that's, that's, uh, you know, um, a little bit squeaks out in another and his stories every arc is connected to the one before it and he's going somewhere with this and i'm loving it so say answer the question in a long-winded way i i yes i i read the, all the avengers books over the weekend and, and i extremely enjoyed them now let's say say why well no see i i have to say this i they're up to like issue i don't know 10 11 on which the Avengers? one uh yes okay yeah 11 i am only currently up to i finished number seven earlier today i just started number eight i i am amazed i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad i am so so happy that i was either offline or just ignoring certain people or staying away from certain topics but 
if if someone had told me who is revealed in issue five and what happens in issue six and seven, if 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 I was told ahead of time, I would not have felt what I felt. Reading that's the issue. right. That's right. It comes so out of the blue. I, again, you know, and this is whether whether it's my um, my, my my whole shtick about you know spoilers it it's you know in this case in my case i'm i'm living proof i i gotta practice what i preach and, and the fact that i did not know what was happening made the story so much better for me so i i don't want to as much as i would love to say yes this is one reason why i'm really enjoying hickman's avengers i don't want to ruin that for someone else right david uh direct messaged me on the twitter he goes where the fuck was this guy on fantastic four <laughs> yeah i did i absolutely said that because i'm funny. Like, if this was if this dude was writing fantastic four i'd have been you know i'd have been all over it but yeah it is it, very it's different to me because like i told you i think that hickman's fantastic four by the time it ended was stands stands up as one of the best runs of all time oh and i and and according to to derek howard he you know there are people who love hickman and cannot stand his avengers work so i i know that's great gray that is crazy i but meanwhile you know i I know I didn't think it was the second coming with the nightly news. I wasn't a fan of the Fantastic Four stuff early on, um, and yeah, eventually I will. I will check it out because so many people who, who whose opinions I respect enjoy it. So I and will. I will say, when Johnny died, that's when I left. So maybe I didn't give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Well, and and that whole dying thing, you know, that was marketing that wasn't really right. Like, and we, but it it's you know I enjoyed the hell out of the first issue of East of West. Um, and and now we have you know the the Avengers. I'm enjoying a lot more than New Avengers, and I'm enjoying New Avengers. But New Avengers to me is like is 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 an Illuminati story with with some leftovers from his Fantastic Four run. And whereas Avengers is just it's he you know I I'm I'm reading this the the, the series as it begins, and and there's a lot of um there's a lot of stuff that. That is, is just Hickman. That this is, you know, the characters he's creating, like those first three issues. That's what I would expect to see in a Hickman book. But then, then you get what happens in issue six and seven, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this this motherfucker's using shit that you know was around when you know way back. And and it's it really is, you know, he's he's playing with the toys that are already there, right. and 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 it's working. And it is a um, it it it. It's helped by some fantastic art because you had Openy on the first three issues. You had um, some 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 pretty good Adam Kubert in in the next few issues. Yeah, yeah it, no it wasn't bad. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's a little different than it, it looks better than than the other stuff that um, that he's done in in recent years. And um, I, I agree. Yeah, and, and 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 now you have Dustin Weaver filling in for a little bit on uh, Dustin Weaver is a beast. He is, he's he's awesome. awesome. I gotta get a commission from him. I've seen some commissions he's done for yeah, Loika and a couple other dudes. They are cray cray. Yeah, and he he doesn't do the old um, not to you know poop on John Cassidy, but I noticed in Uncanny Avengers Cassidy. Uh, use the Photoshop for the buildings in the background a little bit. Yeah. Weaver does not do that. All that shit is hand drawn. Yeah, that's n- yeah, incredibly I mean, we impressive. That a bit last week, I mean, Cassidy's art is a rough start for that. Oh no, I loved and it. it. See, and and Vince, Vince, I loved it by saying, "Oh no, I thought, it? yeah, I loved it. I thought, it was, especially especially the design work with the Red Skull. Whenever he oh, would use, no, 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 no. Whenever the Red Skull I'm, I'm would there. use Charlie's power, those pages are really sweet looking." 
No, I know, but I mean, it doesn't make yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't. I, I think it's fine, but anyway, um, um, no. If you're gonna, especially on Avengers, if you are going to um, praise Hickman, you got to give uh, a tip of the hat to Opania and Dean White because those three, fir- to the those three yes. first issues are impeccable. The, they are the, awesome, right? The, the character design, the draftsmanship, the just the ingenuity that that that. Um, Opinions bring into the the book. Ex Nihilo is so badass. He's like what? how how could you have a, a, a villain in quotes that's supposedly a savior and he's got an omega on his chest? It's so awesome. so it's like he's like the alpha and the omega at the same time. Yeah. And the the brilliant thing about it is, and it's so simple, how the one horn is way bigger than the other one. That yeah. is really nice. I love that. The uh... yeah, and it yep, and it's beautiful because in a way, like they could have, he could have taken the easy way out and made that like a celestial story. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and, and instead he just, he flipped the script and it's, and it, and he created this whole new set of, of, of world creators, which I loved. He could have, he could have dragged it out for another three issues and made a trade. Exactly. Out of it. In fact, it exactly. was over three issues. I was like, wait, that, well, that's, that's different. Did I like you that. read about, um, infinity? What that's going to be? No, I haven't read it. I, I know it's coming, but I haven't. I, I don't know anything about well, it. Well, okay, I'll just say, uh, aside from the fact that the uh, Jim Chung artwork was exquisite, the builders are going to play a huge part in, oh, cool. in what's to come. Yeah, but anyway, and it's too bad. It's too bad I didn't see that that last page with the uh, with the builders code before I got my tattoo. Um, That's pretty neat, isn't it? It's a it bitch is. going back and forth, though. It is. It is. Yeah. The um, but the um, what. It's not subtle, but I am really digging how he uh, he he's giving us backstory on Hyperion on Captain Universe. Yeah, she's uh, messed know, up. Like, it, she is. But, she you know, is damaged. She, she yes, exactly. Um, but you know the fact that you have people like Shang Chi on the team, Sunspot and Cannonball, yeah. and uh, now. And and because you're reading Superior Spider Man, you realize why Spider Man doesn't sound like. The Spider-Man you're used to, right? But you can tell because... just by the tone of the the, the dialogue that that is yes. Doc Ock. That's not yes. Peter. Yeah. But the only the only problem I kind of had was um was during the uh, I think it was issue four. I don't know if if and maybe it's just this version of Thor, but I I, I wasn't really keen on on Hickman's take on Thor. Um, between the whole thing about Surtur sweaty balls and then, you know, drink this, it's like vodka but for men. It was just like, I, 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 I'm having a hard time thinking of Thor behaving or talking that way. Um, yeah, I think you're past the point that I've read at this point because I don't know what you're talking about, but Oh, okay. No, it was it was after the first the first arc. It was it's, it's issue four. There, oh, no, um, but I have read it then, right? Because that's oh, in the first trade. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's the first Adam Kubert issue. Oh, uh, they're on I guess site. I just don't remember that. Must have been oh, okay. No, he um, he's talking to Hyperion. They go to the Savage Land to 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 go to that the sixth site where uh, where Aim is is handling their thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Thor's talking to Hyperion, and he he's talking about the temperature in the Savage. Oh Land. yeah, sort of sweaty orbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I bet um, he would have sweaty balls. Yes, sweaty. Um, but uh, uh, so you know that aside, everything else, I, I kind of was able to. It didn't take me out like like normal things normally would but it was um, you are tough to please man he is so, <laughs> some of the best avengers books like in recent memory and yeah this story yeah, doesn't man, sound man. quite right but if, i mean but that's that's the only thing i've i've right so if that's at, the only thing that he's ahead of the game right absolutely yeah. i mean it's it's it is and and 
you know, what we're not saying as far as, you know, what he just did or what as far as what I'm reading, what he just did, but what he did a couple of issues ago, um, completely, um, blows me away. Yeah. And, and it is, and, and I, I, I know Chris is going to dig his heels in and he's not going to read this ever, but it's, no, why would you say that? No, I think it's a good idea that you do. I, Chris, I, I, I like Hickman. I know. I like the Avengers. I'll read it. When did you on first your, start reading your comics? Recommendation, I will read it. When did you first start reading comics, Chris? When what, I, what year? It was, the, it was the 80s because the Dark Phoenix and, and okay, all right, good, and and you were a Marvel. Hold on, hold on. Um, all right, 84. Oh, you're good. That's the so, sweet spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, it's what this is he'll, for you. You'll see it. Yeah, you'll you'll see it when when it happens. When you see it, you'll ship bricks. Yeah. Um, you know what? Um, I picked up on a little thing that Hickman does. Uh, now, what uh, when you say that ship bricks? What issue are you talking about? Uh, six and seven. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Don't look at the covers. Well, I'm reading them in hard covers. Okay, okay good. Well, don't don't look at the covers for uh, the the last few issues. Yeah, I never do. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. Smart. Um, I picked up on something that he does in in the course of telling a story, and it's really neat once you notice it because he does it. He did it in New Avengers, and he also did it in Avengers. Um. Early in New Avengers, um, what he does is he makes this isolated symbolic statement of intent, so, a, a, a seemingly random occurrence, right? But the event just encapsulates the overarching theme of what you're going to read in, no. in in the in the 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 like the arc. Let's just say writ large. Like for example, no. what, what 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 is the title of this comic? The it, we're talking about all of them, it's, but this is the, the, event, the Avengers the event. Volume Five. The it's, it's it's not Ultimate. No comic. No 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 no. Just not, regular Avengers. It's, it's not New Avengers. It's That's not, no. But this is what I'm talking about now. Is is New Avengers? Because oh, wait. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait. Are you? No, we've been talking about the Avengers. New we Avengers are. is the Steve Epting book. Right, and I'm going to show you how this relates to Avengers oh, okay. too. So you're okay. moving on to New Avengers. By way of Avengers, yeah. And so in New Avengers number one, right, you, you have Black Panther in Wakanda, okay, and three um, young Wakandan makers, uh, supposedly the culture's best and brightest examples. These kids are really smart, and, and they are going to be the ones to uh, uh, shepherd uh, innovation and, and, and revolution into the world, right? So they're, they're essentially hope for the future. Uh, especially as far as Wakanda is concerned, right? And so the Black Swan shows up, uh, and her minions slaughter these kids. So symbolically, right, the Swan's men lay waste to the potential these kids could have brought to the world. They, they've kind of crushed optimism. They've, in a sense, killed the future stamped all over it, which is exactly what happens in the big story with this multiple uh, parallel Earths incursion thing when she looks at, at um, I think she looks at Reed and she says, this is, it kills hope. That, that's what, what, what happens when these, these random Earths pop up. So he makes a small statement that mirrors the big statement. And it happens in Avengers, too. Like There's that sequence where Tony and Steve are talking about building a better mousetrap 
where you know what the threats are getting bigger the the villains are getting nastier we gotta rethink the avengers we gotta rework it and build a better avengers for the future and that's exactly what ex nihilo does and, and to with from their martian vantage port they keep lobbing these um uh terraforming bombs at the earth in order to transform the earth and, and, and society and, and the population into a better, more resilient, more um, capable earth to, to, you know, make way into the future. That's, that's what he's doing. It's like a Mandelbrot set. You have this little, when you zoom in real close, ultra close, you have a shape, right? And you move out and from a, a, the vantage point of the distance, you see that the little shape is mirrored in the big shape. That's how Hickman writes, it's nuts when you when you finally uh, stumble upon it, and he he does it in in both of these series. I haven't noticed in anything else because I got to be, I got to be uh, upfront. I haven't read much recent Hickman other than these Avenger, Avengers books, but it's a neat little tactic because it's like so you're going in with a mission statement, and then you repeat it in 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 the the arc proper. It's really smart writing, don't you think? Did you guys notice that? I don't know if I was. I don't know if I could say I. I noticed it. Um, yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm kind I mean, of I'm along saying for I'm the intrigued. ride, but yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it's like watching Riker walk into a room and sit down in a chair. Someone showed me a video of him sitting down in every scene, and it's the same fucking thing. I sent it to you guys, but it's <laughs> it, it is something I'll I'll um I'll pay attention to as I continue to 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 read the books. It's um. I mean, to answer Julian's question, yes, I'm, I'm reading New Avengers and Avengers. I prefer Avengers. Um, I'm, I don't dismiss New Avengers. I'm, I'm enjoying it because of the characters that are in the story. Um, but I'm having a lot more fun with um, the adjectivalist Avengers. And it's, um, I think, another reason why I am enjoying it. And it's it has to be because we're getting... A new voice on these uh, on the book. It, it's a whole new set of characters aside from the main, aside from the Holy Trinity. But you, it, it's you know whether you want to say Bendis overstayed his welcome or it was just more the same. Right. Whatever. I mean, Bendis was on for a long time. Now we have somebody else on the book, and it's just it. I haven't read an Avengers book for a while, and and yeah. it's I, I haven't missed it. I knew the characters, but it wasn't like I got to read Avengers this month. Now it kind of feels like I got to read Avengers this month. Right, and, me too. And it's it's a good feeling, and I've missed it. And that's again, I'm not I'm not disembendous with that remark. It was just I I read enough Bendis Avengers books, yeah. so you know I, I, I kind of I remember what we said about the new Fifty Two um, Sight Unseen that we hoped that they would dispense with the decompression and just tell chunky, interesting, smart stories that, you know, not at the expense of fun, but let's just give the reader value for their dollar. I think Marvel, that's exactly what Marvel's doing because there is no decompression in any of these Avengers books. You're getting a lot of story per issue. There's nobody uh, to beat a dead horse. There's nobody sitting around talking for long periods of time about you know silliness. The art is spectacular across the board. Uh, they're not hacking this stuff out. Uh, it looks like they are making a concerted effort to give you the very best that they can muster. 
visually. And it, it, it just shows. And, and going back to what David said about uh, a change of voice on the Avengers books, I think that's part of it. But, um, you know, not to kick Bendis in the balls, but I think Hickman is a smarter writer than Bendis. Uh, I, I think he plans his stories out far in advance where Bendis had a, a, an air of just, there were times where you would feel like he would throw an arc in there just to, you know, redouble his efforts and find out where he was going with this book. It, there's none of that in, in Hickman's books. Like, well, Bendis is, is definitely, he's a street level. Writer, right, so I mean, right, you're but, get... and I, that doesn't fit for Avengers, as far as I'm concerned. You need somebody who can wrap their head around the cosmic, like like Hickman. Right. Yeah, and and I mean, you have, I mean, could Hickman tell a good story featuring the Hood versus Luke Cage? Probably. I bet you. Yeah, yeah. But but would I want to see him do that? Not if, not at the expense of you know, seeing things like the 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 world builders and 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 Captain Universe and. Things like that. I, 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 I wouldn't want to see, I don't want to say these talents would be wasted doing that type of story, but considering what I'm getting with, I mean, like, yes, the Avengers now, I mean, I remember the Kree Scroll War. I remember the Korvac saga. I remember, you know, so many Avengers stories that were huge and, and, and grand in scope. And, right. And, you know, when, when you keep going up against the Masters of Evil, or you're worrying about whether or not Luke and Jessica's baby is a scroll. That 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 really isn't. That's a soap an opera story for me, in, in so. a sense. But I mean, it. You know, let's be honest. Comics do have soap opera elements, but sure. I mean, Hick, Hickman has this thing planned in the very first issue. There's one panel just thrown in there where you see. Um, Hawkeye and Thor, and they're shielding the, their eyes from this this bright light. That teases. Oh yeah! Six issues later, he's, he bitch. he's teasing an event. Six issues later, in the very first freaking issue, that's planning. That, I mean, he and then then you see um, the image of the Shi'ar Smasher, the one before. Yeah, Izzy took the 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 got the goggles. That teases an uh, an issue that even comes even even later. So it's he he knows where he's going with all this. And at the end of that issue, when when we meet Izzy, we you know we have that last page where, um, where where uh, the mantra is is telling people you know what what's going on, and that the, the next issue was. Shang Chi chilling with Captain Universe, so yep. you know we need to go back to that. So he's, he's. I mean, obviously there's there's a method to his madness, but he's. He, it's. I'm not. We're not. It, again, we're only you know, a year's worth of ten, eleven issues in. It's dense. We're not. We're not. We're not suffering from you know Claremont's dangling mm-hmm. plot lines, but it's there's I. I'm pretty sure Hickman's going to have everything wrapped up by the time all is said and done. But it is, I mean, when, when Vince sent the note about how, you know, oh, I just, I, I just heard Amazing and Superior and, and now, um, you know, I okay, shot so, my pants. Seriously, dude. I was just like, I love you. Hickman's killing I, I, yeah, he is. he is. And, 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 and I think the, the two issues that, uh, Umberto did were a little better than his, his, um, the, towards the end of his Amazing run. And Cameron Coley, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a beast. Um, the uh, and then you know, so we're going back and forth about well, what should I read next? What should I go for? And and you know, and because I've been focusing on reading Wasteland for Chris, and 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 reading something that's probably going to make 
Jason happy and, and a few things here and there. I've kind of let the, the Marvel books pile up and this is kind of the kick in the pants for me as well since, since Vince talking, Vince reading them, I'm like, alright, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go back and I, I'm kind of kicking myself for not reading, especially the Avengers when they were coming out. Now I know I'm, I'm caught up on Instructable Hulk. I'm a couple issues behind with Thor God of Thunder. Um, I, I'm up to date on Captain America and that, I wasn't sure how that, I was going to feel about that with, with Remender and this whole Dimension Z. And after a few issues, I'm like, well, this seems to be going on a little bit too long. But I'm no. up to issue six now and I'm like, and I'm in a groove. I'm yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm really digging this. It's a and welcome Jet, change. And, no and offense Black to Brubaker. Is, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no. Not, and that's the thing. See, that's, that's, I know that, um, you know, Brew Baker told an amazing Captain America story. He told the Captain America story that he wanted to tell. One of the best, right? And and it's and it, you know, it's one for the ages. It's up there with 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 Stern and Byrne and 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 um and and Grunwald. And there's been great Captain America runs, and Brew Baker could be added to that. But what's what's kind of neat about and Remender's bringing the Fear Agent to Captain America. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like Fear Agent. But it's not, it's 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 Remender on Captain America. It's Aaron doing his Thor riff. It's 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 Hickman playing with the Avengers now. It's Bendis now with with the X Men and 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 playing in that sandbox. There, it really is. We didn't need, you know, Marvel didn't need a Flashpoint and 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 just a revamp of of their whole line. This is, or Only oh, to go the, their whole line without Batman and Green Lantern. But mm-hmm. what they did is is they just they they kind of just. Shook things up a little bit through 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 the creators in the little boggle dome and and wherever they popped up. That's that that's the books. That's the the that corner of the Marvel U that they got to play in. And and I am. It really has just. It's kind of it. It's reinvigorated me to to want to read yeah. these characters. I'll tell you what. I'm really glad you brought that up, David, because I was going to say, you know, I, I when when Marvel announced Marvel now, I remember thinking. I don't even know if we talked really about it on the show, but I remember thinking, what a cop-out. Like, the big news is that their main writers are swapping titles, you know? Right. Like, wow, that's, that's, this that's, that's earth-shattering. Yeah. I'm like, you know, meanwhile, I'm like, you, you got, you know, you didn't have the balls to do what DC did, and, and now you're trying to make a big deal out of the fact that you just, the writers are swap, swapping titles for a few years. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's great stuff, Marvel. That's, that's and, and, right. and it's just amazing, you know, you, you, it's like first impressions that you, you, I, I owe, I got both sides of that wrong, right? I mean, because while I still look back and say that uh, the new Fifty Two was a ballsy ass move, um, you in know, theory, it, it, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it, it was, was, it, it, yes. it was yeah, a ballsy sure. move. But what I'm saying is, is, is you know, a year, year and a half later, I think the execution has not, yeah. not completely, but, but in, in for the most part, been, been an abject failure. Yeah. Um, be honest, though. The books never, are, never confuse activity with accomplishment. Yeah. That's a great quote. The books right? are flaccid. And, they really are. And, 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 you know, I have to say that being a Marvel zombie all these years, I really did think that, like, for the first time ever, I stopped buying Marvel single issues, like, literally, in th- for 30 years. And I thought, okay, you know, I'll order some of the trades and we'll see. Maybe this is the clean break I need. And I am, uh, hearing you guys talk now, I'm like livid at myself that I'm ordering everything through collected <laughs> editions because, I mean, I just got the. You'll get over it. You'll get over no, it. No, I know. Yeah. But my point is, is that, but, I'm, but the reason for that is that I'm genuinely excited. And, and almost every Marvel title that I'm currently reading has been a joy. And. Yep. Again, it, there is a newness factor, so we have to be fair and say, well, how are we going to feel about this, you know, in a year from now when sure. things are kind of settled back in. But that being said, 
I do agree with what you're both saying, which is that thus far, from what I've, ga- I've, I've garnered, the writers are reinvigorated, and I think talented generally. And I think we're too tough on Bendis. I think he's doing a fine job on all new X Men. I really, I'm enjoying his his take. Um, so I, I just think he was just a little too long on the tooth in the Avengers world. He just needed a fresh start. Um, but but uh, the art is just it's just they just Marvel's crushing it. I they mean are. they're crushing all the art. I mean I. I you know, and I don't know if it's um. I think it was. I don't know if it was Scotty or, or Stegman or somebody at C two E two. And I was saying, you know, I was like saying, you know, who do who do we owe for this? Like, is this C B Sibolsky? You know, I mean, who's the who's the who's the man that that that's, that that because you know that put all this together? Because the cadre of, of of artistic talent at Marvel is is uh, is really breathtaking. It, it it genuinely is, and that's in spite of the Larocas and the Lands getting big books. You know, that really um, it's it's. I gotta cool. agree with that, you. That's off. Yep. It's yeah. it's almost as if they did what Tony and Steve talk about doing, about building a better mousetrap. They didn't significantly change the machine. They just made it better. That like the inner workings of, of the Marvel Universe are still the same. Right. It's just that they they somehow and if I knew exactly what they did, it would you know, there'd be a formula. But I don't think there is one. They just they, their approach worked. They, they they put very good artists with very good writers and they they in a sense it's not a reboot but they they gave each character and team um, a reinvigorated purpose like uncanny Avengers there's a reason why that team exists and it makes damn right. good sense yes yeah you know and human mutant relations are at, at at the worst point in 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 decades and they bring humans and mutants together on one team to show the population that yeah we can work together boom it's simple and, and it works and it's and it's I, I know well I don't want to say Jason and I butt heads over this but there are times where someone will post a link to a teaser image and and yes I, I know hate that the, I, I do too but the point is you know to get people talking about it to get people interested to find out what that's about and I know when they released that Marvel Now image people were like well, what the fuck's up with Spidey why does he look like that well we know why why is, why is Hulk need armor what's with Skeets yeah I said we that though too why. remember I, I said it and right when that cover came out I'm like what the fuck what does the, heart of the Hulk need armor for there's a reason why exactly so yeah. I mean I and, and, and that's why I just I, I try to avoid judging books by their cover mm-hmm. or just and 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 it's everything it's not really armor it's a monitor can, can we you know i was thinking as you guys are talking about this i'm i'm, I'm thinking thinking about like you know it's we're still early in the year it's 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 only may but but i you know i feel like um we may be the industry as a whole maybe in the best shape it's been in since we've been doing the show yeah well uh, half of it anyway well, no, 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 and no, again, no. no, 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 no. I genuinely believe that because, because, because here's the thing: as much as we're giving DC shit and their numbers are are, are hurting, uh, you know, the digital numbers are 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 big now. They're they're meaningful, and they're meaningful several years ahead of when anyone thought they would be. Um, in spite of the digital numbers being a lot larger than people thought they would be, the overall sales numbers for everybody is up. Sales for comics in direct the direct market are up quite a bit you know near 10 year highs that's good so everybody's making money plus we're, we're seeing things like kickstarter and thrill bent and you know we're seeing i mean you know ruckus uh you know ruckus webcomic is now getting a private eye a kickstarter like you, you know you're seeing guys have yeah. real outlets to do their creator own stuff and get it out there for consumption <sighs> without you know it, you're, it's just a it's an exciting time it generally is i mean i really feel like whether you're a guy looking to put out a, a, a mini comic or, or you're the big, you know, the big, 
you know, you're a big, big creator looking for that big book. We really are seeing a lot of positivity, and uh, you know, it could be transient, but I'd like to think that uh, we're. I'm, I'm happy because I would have been, you know, two years ago, I wouldn't have thought we we could have a genuinely positive outlook that where everybody was sort of making more money than, and 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 feeling good. So it's pretty awesome. It is, and um, you're gonna have to excuse me, but for the next couple of weeks until I get caught up on everything, I'm probably. Just gonna be talking Marvel. Hilarious! I love it. I, I'm I'm excited. I can't read anything else. I've tried. That's what comics should be about. It should be about yes. what excites you. Yeah. And for a year or two, you couldn't give a shit about the big two. And all I want you to do is acknowledge the fact that when I gave you shit and said you'll be back, and yeah. you told me there's no way, just admit that I was right. It goes in cycles. You it always goes you were in right. cycles. Nice. Welcome to Pulpin Bolts is 2.0. It's it's yeah. it's hard to to um, not. Take a peek at your first love when she walks by, even like 20, 30 That's years later. True. Yeah, yeah, when the tits are sagging. The, yeah. Uh, but it's. Well, it's, she, if, if she mirrors the new Marvel universe, she got some cosmetic surgery and she's looking fine. <laughs> I mean, how is it when, I mean, like, like Jason was saying about not just the writers, but, but on the art side of things. I mean, you had, you, you start off a book with, with Cassidy. And granted, you know, I still, I still, when I hear Cassidy, I still think of Planetary and Astonishing. I don't think of those shitty covers and and, and recent work. So he's still he's still up there for me. But when you start off a series with Cassidy, and then and right now you have Acuna on on the art, but then you have a, you have a fill in with 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 Quapel. I mean, when you use Quapel as a fill in artist yeah. for an issue, it's like you you really have that's some, crazy. That's some big crazy, crazy. Yeah. The, um, didn't I mean? Quapel was the the big star. No more mutants. Uh, you know what I mean. He he was the the shit. I mean, he still is. But to consider him, yeah, stick him in the middle. Yeah, right. Let's yeah, let's let's, let's let Daniel get caught up, and, and we'll yeah. just you know. But that was a great issue because that oh Vince, you didn't read on Candy X Force. I have them. I didn't read them yet, but I have them right here. You should read them because that villain that 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 one issue that Quapel drew will. You a light bulb will go off a little bit, I think. Oh, good, cool. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the Acuna issues. Oh my God, I've never seen them look this good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant because I'm not a big fan, but I will. Why I, mean, not? I love I the way he draws. I love it. Okay. Yeah, love, my friends love this shit. Remember Sword? Yes. That's all I'm gonna say. Jesus, oh, <laughs> it's big, dude. So it's, are, it's really are, so, big. So, are you reading any of the X books? Yeah, I'm reading, um, let me see. You're reading Uncanny with, with Bacallo? Bacello. Hello. Yes, uh, as uh, certified by Mr. Scotty Young. We've been saying, well, not we. I've been saying it wrong, as is the case. It's not Bacallo. He pronounces it Bacello. And so that's how we're going to do it. So it's now. like, it's yeah. like Grabeel Ba and then Cello. Right. Right. Bacello. I'm, okay. I have, uh, right here, I have Wolverine and the X-Men. I need to get caught up on that. Um, X Men Legacy, Uncanny X Men, yeah. all new X Men. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll dig all new X Men. Yeah. I think you'll like the roof on it. You know, they mustn't be coming out once a month because there's been a um, lot of issues. Yeah, some of them, some of them are uh, double or triple shipping, but um, and then you have some like Captain America or Hulk, which are pretty much one a month. Dude, I think Chris fell asleep. No. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I think I think Chris will like Hulk because Wade's writing it, and it's it is. It's, I am listening intently. Oh uh, no, yeah. Take notes. I I refuse to read it initially. What? 
Well, the Hulk, but but after reading it, oh my god, oh it's so good. Hey, there's another thing. Wade is having a renaissance, dude. Yeah. He is killing it on everything, and it's such yeah. a diverse set of comics. I mean, I guess while he was doing his uh like EIC at that boom thing, he was maybe slowing his roll. But damn, he's he's yeah. crushing it right. Chris, now. you want to know that? And don't overlook his work at Thrillbound. Oh right. sure, no, right, right. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I collect. He's having a killer. He's having a killer comeback with with he's doing the uh, the yeah. science shit with Hulk. He's doing the street level stuff with Daredevil. He's got he, he's got his own thing going on with Thrillbound and then un- Unsufferable. So it's it's um, he's a seasoned writer. I mean, Wade. Let's be honest, yeah. has been around a long time, yeah. but he is holding his own with the young guns like Hickman. Right. Uh, he's just as smart as Hickman. He's just a good comic writer. He is. You want to, Chris, you want to know the setup for Hulk? It's really simple. It is okay. awesome. B- Banner has come to the conclusion that uh, the many times he has tried to purge himself of the Hulk and failed, he has um, admitted to himself that he's never going to get rid of the Hulk. Hence, the indestructible. Well... Okay. He's never going to get rid of the Hulk, but he's also tired of well, yeah. like Stark and Richards yeah. get, getting all the getting glory. Credit where you know he doesn't want to be known as the guy who destroys shit. Right. You know what's really cute is, is how Vince is explaining it to Chris as though <laughs> when apparently Vince wasn't paying attention when both you and I described it from the Hulk. We read it. Oh, you are so vain. Oh my god. So vain. You are. You. I give you your due every episode, dude, and I. I am quick. <laughs> To admit that you were right, you were. But anyway, Christopher. So yes. um, he hooks up with Maria Hill at Shield. Well, not that way. Oh, interesting. And Shield is that. using the Hulk as yep. a precision cannon to send in okay. to do the dirty work. Where where Banner is? The, 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 here's the conceit: You give me a lab, all the best and brightest, and unlimited funds, and I will make you revolutionary technology. And in exchange for that, you can use me as a cannon to do your dirty yeah, work. I'll be your WMD. It's it's so simple, and it's it's brilliant. But this is where David and I had a little back and forth. There, there's one um, section in the Incredible Indestructible Hulk where the Hulk uh, kills someone. Mm. Uh, a man named Colin 33, who is not a very nice dude. Right. He, he's he's a, a top-level AIM operative, right. and when the Hulk bust burst into the the AIM stronghold, uh, a bunch of a bunch of lackeys started running away. I mean, what do you do when the Hulk shows up? You're running the other You're direction, running. right? Yeah. Yeah. And this guy kills his own soldiers in in cold blood, just murders them. So the push comes to shove. At the end of the day, the Hulk ends up killing this guy. So now you have this sticky wicket where since the Hulk is in effect a murderer, who do we hold responsible for this? Do we now hold Banner and S.H.I.E.L.D. responsible because he's a federally sponsored hitman? You know, he goes in and he just killed this guy. Banner agreed to take the job, right, knowing full well what his role would entail. So do we heap this on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, so whose blood? I mean, where are the hands with the blood on them? It's 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 a really neat thing to think about, and I mean, yeah, the guy was a terrorist, but yeah, murder's murder. Thing. It's not like it's not like Hulk killed a bank robber or someone holding you know that, hostages at the Circle K. That's besides guy, the it, point. It's, it's, he's an AIM terrorist, and he would have done damage to countless others if the Hulk didn't stop him. And and you're right, but the Hulk is not Deadpool. I mean, no. in the beginning of the Marvel Universe, the Hulk was was uh, brute force, but they never went out of their way to say that there were casualties involved. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there were, but they didn't play up on it. But now, it's right in your face. The Hulk kills this guy. You're right. 
Yeah, and no, and just to see one of the the founding heroes of the Marvel universe killing someone, it was it was a strong issue, it and it made me think. Avenger. Yeah, it's it's awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, and the art, I and I think it's I think it's Lenny Liu some of his best work. I agree, especially and, the Atuma. It's not Atuma. Oh yeah, um, yes. the the Atlantis Lemuria. Um, issues. Oh my it's God! Not a there, it's yes. not a tumor. Yeah, it's not a tumor. Oh, it's not a tumor. It's not. A t- and and I think the only um, the 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 only bad part about the Simonson issues are the uh, non John Workman. Yeah, what's with that? Letters. I always thought it was a rule. Wherever uh, Simonson shows up, Workman's going to be there with him. I guess not. Guess maybe be busy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Lettering all those Archie books. I was just gonna say maybe Archie's got an ironclad contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Workman's getting work. That's all that matters. Right. I think uh, the the I can feel people passed out all over uh, <laughs> the world tomorrow as they're listening to their with their headphones on at yeah. this revelation. But I'm as stunned as anyone. Sure. Yeah, Marvel now is the shizzle. Okay. Oh, let's yeah. let's hear what Chris is reading because I'm I'm very uh, interested. Um, I want to know, Chris. I, it's really kind of funny because I had jury duty, and I dove oh. into uh, into the Mark Way Daredevil, and nice. uh, yeah, yeah, and it was this is a Marvel app. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really kind of a, a revelation. It's like you know what, really good fun comics can be written and and drawn. Um, it's the the marriage of art and. and and uh, and writing in both of the, you know in, in, is so good in that comic, and I'm moving on to volume two. I've got the the first three hardcovers, so I'm I'm way behind in, you, in where you know everybody else is. But are you up to um were the Latveria issues in this volume? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The first I was, one. I was, I was talking to Sami about those. Oh, look at you, uh, name dropper! Doo, 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 doo. Wow! <laughs> well, he was at he was at he was at C two E two. Oh, right. I think it's pillow talk. Uh, I think it's got nothing to do right. with C two E two. No, it's 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 just it's just really nice to see a daredevil that isn't. Um, you know, Bendis did an amazing run on Daredevil. Yeah, amazing yeah. run, and handed off the the Brubaker and Diggle did what they could, kind of in the in the the dark quagmire that had become that character and mark wade and we've talked about it before mark wade said you know what we're, we're going to reverse course we're going to go back before frank miller and we're going to make this kind of the earl flynn yeah. of the merrill of the Black marvel universe yeah and and you know what that's he is daredevil and, and it's very much an errol flynn character yeah. And uh, and it, and it works, and it's fun, and it it breathed a lot of life into it. You know that character was got so so depressing after a while, and 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 it, it did it without without discounting all of that great history. And it was basically Matt Murdock that said, "You know what? I'm not going to be like that anymore." And uh, no, they're they're just they're fantastic comics and and something that i'm looking forward to uh to keeping on my shelf for quite a while but the other thing i've been reading is something that uh um i i look at and i think about the four of us that uh you know say that we all four of us were we're in the road trip from the east coast to uh to uh to chicago and uh and our car um, caroms off of a cliff and uh, goes you know, 
you know, thousands of feet to the bottom, and we miraculously survive. I would eat what, David. What would, <laughs> what would be the first thing that we, that the four of us would think of after a horrific accident like that, that, that we all survive? Land of the Lost? I need a change no. of underwear? <clears throat> we should obviously... Uh, <laughs> We're living and, on borrowed time, and we are we are completely living on borrowed time. And we should we should totally team up and and challenge the unknown. Ah, and, ah nice. I see. Let's see the what he first, did there. The first four pages of Challengers of the Unknown are the most insane fucking comics ever. It's you have you have four guys, a skin diver. Um, I, <laughs> I know, skin diver. That's Vince. Um, the, the the ace pilot, the wrestler. The wrestler has to be me. And um, oh, shit. yeah, um, what's the the fourth one? Uh, scientist. Um, and they're going. I, I'm assuming to New York for a radio show. The plane crashes, and they all right there at the spur of the moment. Like we all should have died. So you know what? We're going to challenge the unknown. Super team. <laughs> In, it's so in obvious pur- in purple yes. suits. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's so great, isn't it? It's wacky. It's it's just willy nilly stuff. It, it, who does that? Unpredictable. And, and that's why those comics are so awesome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I picked up uh, Challengers of the Unknown, the uh, the Jack Kirby omnibus at C two E two, and uh, and just starting to to they're just they're crazy wack. They they were DC's Fantastic Four in, in a lot yep, of ways. Sure. It was just they were they you know you had imaginots and challengers of the unknown and it's just really wild crazy stuff they're you know fighting giant robots and and you know people from you know underneath the earth and and it was uh, it was at a time you know in America's history where that's what that's what that's what the kids were interested in was you know it was uh, predating the you know the you know a lot of the the space race yeah and, the atomic but, age yeah it was the atomic race cats you know? were unhinged in the silver age they there was no roadmap there was no status quo or modus operandi they were just making comics right yeah. so anything go anything went i should say and you could see going back and reading that stuff it is crazy stuff well mm-hmm. all you have to do is listen to tom caters uh, go off on the silver age and and you'll know it's just it's unpredictable it's wild it's exciting um and i i think we're seeing that a little bit today in some What's comics up, yeah, up, yeah. Because I think that you know the Silver Age, Silver Age comics are, are something that I have developed such a respect for. Yeah, just in the the sheer imagination, in in lack of um, being bogged down in. Con- I mean, they made the continuity that they they that that is the continuity right. that we get bogged down in today. And what made them so great is that they didn't have a continuity to get bogged down in. True. They were just they were just driving blind, man. And it was it was cool. And you know, it makes me sad that something like Challengers of the Unknown probably you know, it would have a tough time surviving today. And, you know, to take, you know, four, you know, amazing people and have them 
go out on on crazy adventures how that can't be interesting or is has lost favor i mean we look at at the you know the state of the fantastic four and when Fanta- when the fantastic four is good it's an event now because we're used to it not being good or not being you know as amazing as it should be right. um you know fantastic four should always be the the most cool comic out there that's right the flagship should be the tippity top right <laughs> well, it, it should be and you know and that's the one and and there have been people that that have that have tried to push the envelope with it and you know it's i, I love that atomic age era of exploration you know, and uh, you go and read Kirby's um, Challengers, Challengers of the Unknown, because that that is it. It is uh, an absolute um, um, showcase, and that's what it started in was showcase. Uh, it's an absolute showcase of Kirby's imagination. Yeah, it's awesome. There's a bunch of guys in the Silver Age spirit these days. Tom Scholey definitely sure is sure. is uh, has oh, uh, a couple of uh, fingers in the silver age uh, remender on F- mm-hmm, fear absolutely. agent fear agent is a love letter to the silver oh, yeah. age i think no no fear no. agent no no it's a love letter to the to the golden age it's an ec love letter uh there's there's that uh, too uh, but it's very uh, silver age uh, it, yeah. no uh it is totally a love letter to ec comics Okay, I will fight you on that. I'm right. not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. I'm saying there's. A, there's a lot of that. That Silver Age spark in there too. For for <laughs> as revolutionary as the EC books were, they got wrote after a while. Those stories all started to have a sameness to them. Whereas, yeah, you know what I mean. Like the O. Henry ending, you always expected that twist. But but but, but Fear Agent very much is a modern love letter to to EC comics. Weird science, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, Wood and and Jack Davis and yeah. I mean, it's it's. You look at the at the path that that Fear Agent took. It was the it was weird science and it was you know two fisted tails and you know they they worked in the westerns and you know it was very much a love letter to EC Comics. Hi ho, writing that down. Hi ho. <laughs> So what else do we have? Wood, did you plan to talk about anything this episode? Or are you just going to nah, ride on our coattails like every week? Marvel, dude. I mean, uh, <laughs> at least, you know, it's, it's, it's so heartwarming and endearing. I don't. Uh, oh man, I don't want to rock the boat. I did. Uh, I did catch up on some things. I caught up. Uh, I guess uh, I'll, I'll bring up the non-Marvel thing since uh, all you guys can ever talk about is Stan Lee and his creations. I caught up on, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight issues of Rachel Rising by Mr. Terry. Wow. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, I believe issue 16 just came out, okay. and I've read up to issue 14, issue 15, somewhere here in my pile. I was instructed uh, that I need to sell my first issue of that. I was told the same thing. Yeah, I need to dig been, that out. And, yeah, cause, is uh, it in production or has it just been optioned? I don't know, but but it's getting big loot if you can CGC it for if it's if it's you know CGC like nine eight you can get serious bucks for it. <sighs> That's insane. There are collections yeah. out there, people. I know, I know. <sighs> but uh, but yeah, you know this it's inter- First of all, um, I feel like anytime I bring up Terry Moore, I have to say I just love the guy's art. Uh, his art is just to me breathtaking uh he he draws the female form impeccably 
and uh, I think not coincidentally, the uh, the lead character in all of his series have been uh, women. I think very smartly so. Yeah. Um, you know, first he had obviously his 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 uh, his uh, op- his his opus, you know, strangers, and then and then uh, from there he he took a turn to the science fiction, um, and, and now he's with Rachel Rising. He's gone into the horror realm. Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting work, you know, it's, it's, uh, I would say he's weaving a very, um, he's weaving a complicated narrative that is, uh, I think leaving you with a lot more questions and answers at this point. And, uh, I think that's by design. Um, at its heart, it's a story. It's interesting. I, I find myself when I caught up on it juxtaposing it against Revival um, mm-hmm. Norton and Seeley's book because sure. for those that don't know Revival is a story basically where people start rising from the dead in this particular town and in a lot of ways Rachel Rising is is analogous to that uh, the main character is is killed and but she's fully she's she's walking around fully conscious with her mind and you know seemingly is alive again she doesn't know how or why um, and, and she's as the book goes on she's not the only one but uh, but but Terry's take is a much more sinister look at evil and uh, demonism and uh, witchcraft, and he's setting up a narrative where basically there were a number of witches killed a long time ago, um, but they were killed much like in the real witch hunts. Uh, there were four real witches that were killed, but since the the witch hunters couldn't really tell who was real and who wasn't. They just kind of got lucky. They ended up killing tons of other women and children too that weren't real real witches. And so he's playing with this idea of are these witches coming back for revenge, legitimate revenge, you know, or are they coming back under the auspice of revenge, but they're really just evil incarnate? And he, you know, we don't have the answer to that yet. And he's setting that up. And and there's there's just I mean these are some sick sick you know, uh, b- creatures. They, there's a, one basically has a, uh, they all have these powers to kill, but each one, at least we're being led to believe now has these powers because it was the way they were killed back in the day. So like, for example, one of the, one of the women is walking around and, uh, and a snake flies out of her body and kills people and then goes back into her body. And you're told that it's because this woman was killed, uh, back in the witch trials because they, they, they tried to beat her to death and she didn't die. So they stuck a snake down her throat to kill her. Um, and, and I won't give away the others, but each one has its own sort of way of killing people. That's tied theoretically into the way that they were killed back here in the witch hunts. Um, and, and again, I'm not really sure at this point if there is a hero, I mean, we're the, the main character, Rachel is theoretically the heroine here, but I don't know if we can really say for sure she's a heroine. I don't know that we, I mean, she may be more of an antagonist. We, I don't, she's certainly more heroic and innocent at this point than some of the other uh, possessed witches, but but at the same time she's kind of still figuring out who she is and why she's back to life. So you know I don't know where he's going to go with it, um, but it's a hell of a good ride. It's the one thing Terry's books always do um, is you know leave you wanting more. Like uh, reading them in issues is can be frustrating because I I read them and they go very quickly, and then I'm like, oh damn, I want to know what happens next. So kudos to him for that. Um, and, and part of that may be because I read all of Strangers in Paradise after it was done, which was like, what, like 10, 12 years worth of comics. And I read them all in like two, three months. 
So I kind of got like this big deluge of Terry Moore in this long form, and now with uh, with with his last two series, I'm I'm reading them monthly, and it's like, you know, it's 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 leaving me needing more Chinese um, water torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But uh, what if you, David? You've I, I know you're not caught up to the point where I am, but you've you're at least a, an art. You're at least a eight or ten issues in, right? Uh, yes, I'm. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know the exact issue number, and I, I remember where things had um, things were getting a little crazy, and and I, I'm I'm again kicking myself for falling behind, but it is it's it's definitely I am I'm thrilled with it. I, I you know it's not I I didn't read Strangers in Paradise. Um, I think Renee has all the trades, and but she she refuses to read the last one because she doesn't want right. it to end, and. I have the complete echo, which I've started and I need to finish. That's um, really good. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, and the uh, but Rachel Rising is obviously completely. It's a departure from his previous two books, and and um, I am absolutely enamored by it. It it's. It, I mean, and you're right. He he knows how to draw women, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not the same woman. Just with 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 a different hairstyle, it's right. everybody looks different, and 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 um, I he's just he's just a, he's a great cartoonist. He really is, and and it's but I mean the story itself, it's you know I don't take you know at first I just could have thought it was you know a resurrection story, and you just got to find out who killed her, why she's dead, and and you know and and it'll we'll wrap it up that way. But I mean we're we're going back and and there's history here and and um it's a lot heavier deeper than than what i would have expected it to be initially and and i am i i will catch up really soon um hearing you talk about it just makes me want to catch up that much faster and i i guess for a while i was just not i was distracted by other things and and i realize now that everything that i've I've been getting to read that I was letting sit. I, I could have been reading and enjoying a lot more than the things that were distracting me. Sure. Well, I mean, to, I mean, but same here, right? I mean, I just read roughly a year's worth of issues. Yeah. I mean, so. One thing about um, him that amazes me is just how prolific he is. I mean, look what uh, he his output in comparison to Jeff Smith on sure. Razzle. I mean, he doubled. The amount of issues more yeah. that Smith was coming. I mean, the guy he attacks his work and he gets it out uh, at an astounding rate. I, I like that about him, but uh, I haven't picked up on either Echo or uh, Rachel Rising yet. I will. Well, you're not. A, I mean, I know you've always, you've always. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of Strangers in Paradise. I think I respect like, the work, though. Well, you've always said you you yeah. you, you can't front on his artistic no, abilities. No, no, I respect it. Yeah. And, and at I'm, no point, as as you know, as 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 I'm reading the issues, yeah, I it kills me when I get to the last page because I want more. But at no point do I ever feel I ever feel gypped or um, that wasn't a whole issue. There, there's you really do get what you pay for when 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 you're reading the Terry Moore book. It's just it's and even on pages where you could have four panels. And no captions, no word balloons, no nothing. The 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 setting, the the uh, the cl- 
clothes, the, the the expressions on on the characters' faces, you know exactly what they're thinking. You know where everybody is. There are no because it's a black and white book. There are not. You don't get many um, blank, empty backgrounds. I mean, if 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 she's walking through the woods, you're going to get leaves and a creek and 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 the bark on the trees. And I, he does not. It it it's the, the issues come out every six weeks, but he is. He's busting his ass, putting the the ink on that page, and it's yeah. uh, it, it, it's. I don't think I, I'd want to see him in color. Yeah, I think I yeah. think with the, I mean with 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 the strangers covers, I think that's that's He's pretty seen much it. A it. few times in fables, right? I mean, he's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's done it in fables, and and, uh, and I'm trying to think of his other places, but fables is where we've seen a couple of his issues. That's no, his, his work is very strong in black and white. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And nothing wrong with that. Nope. I hope... Uh, now, we've seen him do uh, science fiction with Echo, right. horror with uh, Rachel Rising. I hope he picks up... Romance the, with... Right. Strength. I hope he picks up the shaken baton and gives us some honest-to-God porn in oh, the next Lord. one. Why not? <laughs> Seriously, just yeah, yeah, write a great story and let's see some naked ladies. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but I mean, I would love to see it. <laughs> Believe you me, I would love yeah. to see it. But uh, yeah, Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I am. I do, yeah. li- I do like the women's. Dude, you see those Brandon Graham pages that our boy bought? I did. Oh, awesome. Super sweet. Just awesome. You got a fat wallet, <laughs> you can get what you want. Get him where you fit in. I just know like it. The taskmaster. <laughs> task. Oh boy! I, I have a uh, I have a late episode. Um, thank you because I was too stupid to look at my notes when Jason was was giving his thank you. Um, I forgot to mention it during our C two E two recap, but I need to thank Stephen Johnny No Prize and um, by extension Bill Z. Um, that Marvel Treasury Edition. That I talked about a couple episodes yeah. back. Um, uh, these these bastards found it at C two E two, and and they handed it to me while we were at our table, and and it, it was just and it just brought everything that I remember reading it when it when I first had it. It, it brought it all back, and 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 Vince is over here gigging at the uh, at the puzzles and and the the, the, the mazes and and the, the connect the dots. Pages That's awesome stuff. In, yeah, in. yeah. No, it was, and it was. I, it really was. I mean, it, it blew me away because I wasn't looking for it. I didn't even think to look for it, and and of course, it, it's paper. But it was just. I mean, I, I just, I, I forgot to thank him last week, so I got to do that now. David was all oh. crying and wiping his eyes on the tablecloth. It was a moment. It was and really was. Sleeve. <laughs> and I have a thank you for uh, for Dan. Uh, we've insect Dan, uh, Dan Pua. Yeah. Um, uh, Dan, don't worry. Everything's taken care of. You'll hear more next yeah. week. So Cool, I think. Yeah. Uh, I also have a thank you that I forgot uh, to uh, Mr. Nick Nick Brockenshire, uh, who I raved about. He did a Guardians of the Galaxy commission for me uh, a month or two ago. He uh, just sent me uh, a G.I. Joe commission, which was uh, equally awesome. So as soon as I get a chance to Snap a pic, I'll throw it up on the Instagrams. People can check it out. I don't yeah, have any else. thank yous. That's yeah, nobody shocking. else does your shit. I know, that right? Is, if only I, people I, liked you as much as they like the three of us. <laughs> it's, uh, I, it's, it's, um, since you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy and, and not to, 
bring it back to something that we talked about for the first hour. Um, it should be known that uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because it's it's about Vince. It it should be known that it's not like Vince is all up to his neck and and loving everything Marvel is putting out. Right. We talked about a couple of things that he tried under the Marvel Now banner that he would rather I'm just, throw out. I'm just gonna skip them. Yeah. Exactly. I so don't like more. Do. Yeah, I don't like Morbius at all. And, and you yeah, it wasn't on, for me. Uh, yeah, Guardians and I, I read Guardians of the Galaxy, and I just got to say, I'm not digging it. I just it there, there's something really off about it. I can't say whether it's Bendis at the helm or uh, the McNiven art. I'm just not feeling it. So that's one book I will not be reading. Adnet and Wanning. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's I mean, like, yeah, it, it makes you know. Eh, don't want to rant, but you know what? They're the ones that made it fucking awesome. Give exactly. it to them. You know, it's like, oh, we've got a really awesome Thanos uh, book, but Jim Starlin's not doing it. You know, it's right. And, and I know they have to carefully cultivate this Guardians property because there will be a movie, and uh, all eyes will be on the book. So you, you know, I, I, you can't really fault. So them. who has done it better than Abnett and Wayne? I understand that. Nobody. But from, from, from a no, business yeah. standpoint, it, from uh, a business standpoint, when when you have that many eyes on your book, you want to put somebody who is recognized on it. So they put Bendis on it. I, I get it. I know. I get it. But I'm I just don't don't feel it. Boo! Boo! Abnett and Lanning, they're awesome. I agree. I'm down with that. You know, but it, again, it's it's often the right mix. It's it's. Too, I think it's too easy to just say this creator, this thing, because first of all, lots of creators have tried to go home again, and they can't. They don't. They fail miserably. Plenty of of, and not the least of which is Claremont. So true. Plenty of guys have come back. You know, Teen Titans had. You know, we, we've we've seen lots of returns that have failed. I think, or at least certainly, were nowhere close to the success. Even. As much as it pains me to say this, Larry Hama is doing a GI Joe book right now that I have no interest in reading. Mm. You know, I mean, it's it just it's very hard to go home again. So oh, I think the throwbacks uh, book. Yeah so, yeah. so I just think that's number one, and and uh, you know, number yeah, two. Yeah, but that's, also, that's that's like twenty years. Abnett Landing were doing this like three years. Ago. Well, if you let me finish, the other thing <laughs> is Abnett and Landing are doing a thing that's very similar theoretically to Guardians of the Galaxy right now, the Hypernaturals, and I got to be honest with you, not feeling it. Not feeling at all. In fact, I have trouble believing it's the same guys. I'm, I'm, I bought the first two trades and then sat down and read them and was like, huh, wish I had only bought the first one because it's just boring. It's, it's boring okay. and it's basically, it's cosmic. It's them with, and it should be even crazier because they don't have to play in a licensed field. They get to create these characters out of thin air and it's just dull. So my point okay. is they were on a book with the right idea at the right time and they hit, they hit on it. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I haven't read Bendis' Guardians of the Galaxy yet, so I can't weigh in. Um, I suspect I won't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed uh, Abnett and Lanning. But, uh, again, I don't. I shudder to, to like put them out to be like the 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 progenitors. I mean, if we're really going to be fair, you got to give Giffen credit because he set the table. Sure. And then he handed it off yeah. to them, and they, they had a great run with it. But Giffen yes. is the one that created that whole setting and that whole team that roster i mean yeah the so, modern yeah. guardians I mean, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we we will look back on the entire annihilation opera as being one of the one of the great cosmic stories yeah in, for sure in Marvel's yeah. history definitely sure definitely um awesome. you guys want to do another live tweet yeah oh yes 
Let's see. I forgot uh, all about that. You forgot about Look, you're so into Marvel now. You forgot. You know. It's scary, dude. I just want to go out and buy everything. I, I added, uh, what was it, six hardcovers to my freaking order? It's like, oh, uh, I'm getting, I have to pace myself. I have to. And, of course, um, the first live tweet I see is from Jerry McDade asking a Marvel question, but go ahead. No, no I'm, I'm looking at the, the most recent one, which is uh, from Ben Olson. And he wants to know how our collections are organized, meaning publisher, title, creator, character. Is there any method to the madness? That's funny. Just that it's madness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is madness. Yeah, I, I have, have zero organizational skills. There are, um, under my under the TV where, where I'm recording, I have um, my Absolute Watchmen, Absolute New Frontier, Someday Funnies, The Rocketeer, Complete Adventures, uh, no, Marvel's 10th Anniversary, Hardcover, uh, The Mage Volume Slipcase, and three of the Bloom County Volumes. Madness, David. That is madness. And then, and then behind me I have a bookshelf with just all Marvel and DC and The Waiting Place and The Spirit Trade all just mixed in so yeah there is no i have i have my essentials in black and whites the showcases and savage dragon archives up top but everything else is just willy-nilly as far as boxes go uh comic boxes i my books are stored in the manner by which they were bagged like if mm-hmm. if i had a stack of uh, a certain period of marvel books there that you'll have maybe like four months of of say Marvel books from a certain period all in one box. Why? Because mm-hmm. that's the way I bagged them, and I never took them out of that box. You know, so there's I have zero organizational skills. I I did try to put everything in the comic base, but just you can tag each book uh, by which box uh, it in in which it resides. But then I have like a whole series, and every issue is in a different box. It's nuts. I, I never collate anything. I just leave them in because the, once that's why I switched to trades because once that book gets bagged, I almost never open it again, and that's silly, right? Yep. Mm. I bag in my boxes like single issues, which I don't buy anymore, um, are all by by title, hmm. by title and then number. So like Daredevil would be followed by Detective Comics. Wow, that's way organized. That's like library-style organization yeah, com- yeah. Yeah, compared but, to me. But then I ran out of space in my uh, uh, on my bookshelves, and so I've got, ton- I've got like, one, two, three, I've got like seven long boxes of trades now Ooh. that I have put away, and so on my, uh, uh, on my shelves, it's basically Marvel oversized hardcovers and omnibuy and then a row of uh dc absolutes and then i've got um all of my art books together like you know Sweet. the the jaime hernandez art and amanda connor and alex ross and you know blah 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 um then i've got all my humanoids together um all of the like the the I've got my BPRD and my Mignola Hellboy uh, library editions together. So I don't and, and I just just kind of group them together like that. But it's beyond that, it's like no rhyme or reason. You know, speaking of humanoids, uh huh. Have they gone off the rocker? Have, have Have you seen the prices they're asking for the recent books? Like, no. there's a um, a Mobius Yodorowsky hardcover that 
if it's if it's forty eight pages, I'll, I'll I'll go off the deep end and say like say sixty four pages at the most, and they yeah. want like seventy five dollars for it. But dude, it's it's that's not them, crazy. dude. It's not them. It's it's the that's why do you think that there's almost no Mobius in English published over here? Yeah, that's his his estate won't allow it, so they they don't they. I mean, it's not their fault. They they have to. That's a ridiculous. The whims price. of of the Mobius estate. Uh, seriously, I mean, even at half price, how many copies of that are gonna they gonna sell? No, no, I know. I'm just saying, but don't you can't blame them. I mean, they're they you you've seen enough of their stuff priced reasonably to know that this is this is fairly yeah. reasonably, yeah. You know, no. So um, as to my organization, uh, well, I guess you could actually see mine if you're interested. I mean, uh, I I I was on CBR's right. uh, shelf porn series, so <laughs> uh, to show off my comic room, so you can actually see how it's organized. But basically, my I have uh, uh, bookshelves that have. Pretty much full now, full of collected editions, hardcovers, and such. But they're alphabetical by shelf, um, but they're kind of organized by size and grouping. So, like, there's like three shelves of Omnibuy. Um, there's like a shelf of DC Absolutes. Um, there's like a shelf of Image Trades. You know, I kind of go, so it's alphabetical, but by kind of theme. There's a like you know, there's a couple catch-all shelves that cover like other publishers, but it's all alphabetized by shelf. And then I have. Um, like uh, 25 uh, drawer boxes in the room as well. And uh, they're organized alphabetically by title. And then I have probably another 30, 35 long boxes that are in a walk-in closet in one of our guest rooms that are pretty much unorganized. Uh, they, they're much like Vince. They, they just were put into the long boxes as I bagged and boarded them and read them over the many years. So um, actually, I... My my ten year old and his his posse are been trying to raise money to do this. They want to go to this uh, Great Wolf Lodge, and uh, so all the parents are like, "Well, you guys got to come up with some money." So they have they've been trying to do odd jobs around the neighborhood. So I've given them a, ch- a task. They're going to spend six hours with me and uh, help me organize those long boxes. Nice. So hopefully they'll be organized soon. But yeah, I mean, I, so I guess I'm pretty organized, but. Uh, I think that's that should the, surprise no one. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the analyst yeah. in me. I yeah. can't, uh, and I often will. I do like the thing that um, I don't know if anyone's read or seen High Fidelity with John Cusack, like where he'll every now and then like send a real. It's one of my it. favorite movies. Yeah, so so I do that sometimes. Like I'll I'll just walk into my comic room and look around and be like, yeah, and I'll just start taking stuff off and reorganizing it in a different <laughs> way. So it's always organized in some do you, way. Do you ever um, organize them autobiographically? No, no. No, I can't say that I have. Uh, but, you know, so, yeah. Well, it's very, a moment. And then I have sprinkled in for aesthetic purposes, like, you know, a piece of art, a, a, a key comic book issue, a statue, you know, just intertween some uh, some Chogokins now mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to organize my stuff, but you inevitably get to that point where, say, you have a whole uh, shelf of image books organized in some manner right. and then you get the one new collection that doesn't fit on the damn shelf for lack of so space like fun. you can't stick it in it's like where am i going to put this so I'll just, I'll just stick it here and then that is like the cancer in in the <laughs> in, in the organism because just because i stuck that book there and there's no more room on that shelf well i have to put these books somewhere so i'll stick another book here another book there another book on another shelf and then it just spirals out of control and there's See, no organization at all my 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 anal uh organizational tendencies won't let me do that like i got three or four omnibu in some some sale i forget where but one of those big sales and 
came recently, and I already have two full shelves of Marvel Omnibuy, and I couldn't f- fit these, and I didn't want to mix them with like other hardcovers. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I got to figure out a way. <laughs> I got to figure out a way to make this work. So. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Why don't you come over here? I got a nice job for you. Mm-hmm. You'd go mad trying to organize this stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. That that's like a one of these days. I'm going to take a week off from work and organize my comics. Mm. If I could transform all of my floppies, save the Silver Age and earlier into trade collections, I would. I, I yeah. definitely would. Yeah, sure. Yeah, David, are you going to chime in, Monsieur? No, he did. I started yeah. off. Yeah. I, there's, there's, there's no, no rhyme or reason for me. Oh, I, no, I sorry, I forgot. Actually, you're yeah. right. I was. Because yeah. you, you, you it wasn't important. We, you put pictures of the, when we did that comic room thread though recently, and it looked more organized and all than you were making it. It's out clean. It's um. I like clean. I, you no, know, I mean right now things are kind of just because my big problem is starting Too much shit. To, well, that definitely, but oh. I'm, I'm. It, and this this will tie into when we eventually talk about something Chris wanted to talk about. But um, as much as it's so cool to have the the first twenty issues of Stanley and Steve Ditko's Amazing Spider-Man in one collection, I I can't I can't read that all in one setting. So I need to break it up. And I and, and and I have this problem with like with Echo right now and, and where I'll I'll read a few issues, put it down, and then something else will creep in and, and I'll end up taking forever to get back to Echo and or Scud or, or other things like that. And and so I have piles of, of, of books that I've started that I need to finish or that I still have waiting in the wings to start when I finish everything that I'm so right now things are a little bit Renee would say it's messy it, it, it's in the it's in a little bit of a disarray right now I also think uh, trade collections are more likely to languish on a shelf like if you buy a book and you don't really like it uh, you like you obviously you've read it you put it on the shelf you didn't really care for it 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 tends to stay there a lot longer. Whereas if you bought those single issues, you know, yeah, I could turn this around, you know, get rid of them, trade them, sell them on eBay. But trades, they seem to stick around a lot longer. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm completely the opposite. Really? I, well, I, I mean, I have every comic single issue I've ever bought ever for thirty years, and most m- many of them I haven't looked at in twenty five years. But then with trades, like I I I give away trades all the time i just send them to other people because i'm just like ah, i've read that i don't think i'm ever gonna read it again and just send it a while is that yeah, double so. dipping stuff or just stuff you um no no you have my no, address just, right yeah because i guess i don't i don't i don't feel any like of the collector pull with the trades like i don't i don't ascribe any that's i think why i like them the most because there's no collector mentality involved in that yeah you have multiple covers on the marvel um archives or the masterworks, right? You have the you know the vintage and the whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you know, for the most part, trades are just trades. They're meant to be consumed. That's what I like, because you're focusing on the art and the story. You're not focusing on the collector, the collectability of these things, mm-hmm. which you know you know the variant cover drives me nuts. Yeah. So. so speaking of wasteland, are we ever going to talk about this book? You gotta. You've been we, building we're on not this. tonight. Not we're oh. we're about ready to wrap up. No, seriously, we're we got like. Ten minutes left. We didn't even start not- talking about Captain America. Well, no, let's. Uh, <laughs> no, did, we're did almost. You- we're almost. All right, well, let's tonight, do- and I want to spend more than ten minutes talking about. I do it. too. Did we all read Private Eye Number Two? I, uh, yeah, I did not. What was it? Good. The fuck 
fuck's the matter with you people? I, well, <laughs> wow. Blame Casada. I, I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I should um, I? Of course you should. You should. liked the first one, didn't you, Chris? I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. The, dude, it's Marcos Martin. Even if the story sucked, Which, I would love it. I don't think there's... Well, do your homework next week, bitches. Let's talk about oh it. Oh, my hey, God. I, am, I, I actually... I mean, I, I like... I work for a living. I ran through... Oh, yeah, okay. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, Jesus, no. I, I barreled through it just in case we were going to talk about it, but I really want to reread it and just sit and absorb it because it's it. uh, There is a um, it's it picks up a lot of momentum after that first issue. Things things where the first issue was kind of setting the stage, there shit's happening in the second, and and I get real. Yeah, I'm I it's. We loved Marcos's art in the first one, but I think he he really goes to town. On this, on this, there's a lot more involved, but it, it's yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it next week. All right. Well, then cool. tell me, you guys at least read Jupiter's Children number one? No, no. Jesus! I look through it. What do I have to do? I look through it. It's Send gorgeous, gorgeous, no. gorgeous. I love the the exploding double page. Is it a double page where the uh, the color bleeds off in a black and white? And you see, I, yeah. I love that. That's it's so absolutely nice. breathtakingly. Gorgeous. Yeah, it is. It just reminds you of of how. What a bummer it is that Quitely either can't or chooses not to do a book on the regular, because uh, it's it's ridiculously good looking. I mean, uh, well, of course uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, look, it's. Uh, I, I know Mark Miller. You know, some people view him. He 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 incites strong opinions of our hate, um, and, and I'm the first to admit. I I, I think he can go off the rails sometimes. Um, he hacks some stuff up. Yeah, definitely. But uh, this was a strong, I thought, very strong start to, you know, it's only one issue. So, yeah. That's what I'm hearing. We'll see what, where we go from here. But um, but very cool premise. I mean, the premise, I'm not spoiling anything. It's really a setup issue. It's, uh, it's uh, right after the Great Depression, uh, a guy is, uh, he was from an uber wealthy family that lost everything on Wall Street during the crash. He is uh, on a quest for an island that most people think doesn't exist because he's been dreaming about it. A bunch of his friends and family come with him. Uh, he convinces a, a shipping captain to, to try and find the island. Uh, this is all happens in the first few pages. He, he finds the island, and then you're brought to the present day. And, uh, and, and they came back from this island. He went there basically because he was worried about the future of America, and he's like an uber-patriotic guy, and he wanted to go to this island where he, for some reason they would, he felt it would imbue them with abilities and powers and that they could use that to make America great again. And then you fast forward to present day and now he's, you know, we're like in the third generation of his, his these, these heroes' families and uh, predictably they're all slackers and they're more interested in being celebrities and living off the largesse of their notoriety than they are being heroes. And, uh, and yet the country, it's set in the, in, it's set in the real world. You know, they refer to President Obama. They refer to very much what's going on politically and economically in, in our country and others. And, you know, that the world's basically going to shit. And uh, you started seeing a divide between the heroes uh, where some think kind of like that squad in Supreme view. where They're like, well, listen, I mean, you know, America's falling to shit again and it's the politician's fault. Like, why don't we solve this? And then you got the other side saying like, well, no, no, no. I mean, it's not that's not our job. You know, our job is just to be heroes and use our powers for that. So uh, it's it's real cool, you know. He's he's obviously setting up a very long form story here, um, and Quitely's just at his top of his game. So um, for those that that were on the fence, and, and I don't blame you because because Miller, 
I generally I generally take a wait and see approach with Miller as well, but uh, I didn't this time because of Quitely. And uh, again, one issue in, it's it's worth it. It's worth jumping in. I, I think he's he's uh, he's he's onto something good here. So cool. Yeah, looks great. Neat. I'm thinking. Don't have hot dates tonight. Y'all getting late tonight or what? No, I think I'm gonna. I want to stick stick around. I don't care. I had some pussy in my lap before. I had to get up and run. Oh boy. I have running to do. See, you should do it at night like I do it. Like I did. I, I'm, yeah. I'm literally sitting in my sweat-soaked outfit recording with you. Me too. I, That's hot. I got off the elliptical about three minutes before we recorded. My drawers the, are all damp. The the dog the dogs expect to be run in the morning now. Rory's That's crazy. Good. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. That is great. I'm trying. All right, well, let's at least do another live tweet or something. Yeah, we have yeah, to. Yeah, let's do a live tweet and then wrap it up. Hopefully a long one. <laughs> Here's an interesting one from our man Equinox, which is great to see because I miss him on the forums. I haven't he, seen he, him in a long time. Oh, Chris yeah, has been on the forums lately. He hangs out in the monkey's room. No, I know, I know. I'm saying, but you—he's he, definitely was. He's not as regular as he used to be. Yeah, but Mister, will take care of that. Mister, Mister, uh, Mister Chavez, he always makes me smile because his uh, his Twitter handle is is the best because it's Equinox underscore BBP. It's true. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yep. He he asked us. Start um, that again, David. What, what comic series would you recommend to a woman? Do you think using TV as an intro to comics would be more effective? Wow, this came up recently in the real God. world for me. The the one really? that yep. the one that um, the one that worked for me. Um, and, and I think it's one that that may not come to mind for uh, for most people, but seems to really work for every woman that I've ever heard that's read it and I've even uh, I've even heard it referred to as the most romantic comic um, in in the last 20 years preacher it is really romantic isn't it it's a very romantic comic yeah yeah and it's one of the few comics that my wife actually enjoyed huh well, Vince, you were saying this came up... Uh, yeah, one of my so. wife's friends uh, is really eager to get into comics. Okay. And so she hit me with the old, what do you think I should read? And my uh, first response, I didn't even think about it right off the... Frost? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Why the Last Man? Yes, that was one of my... That, one of my that's favorite. that's the first thing that came to mind. Great I said, I, th- I think you'd really like it. And she's a very smart... Um, very very knowledgeable woman and uh she likes the science fiction and since it's uh, the series itself is very um it's a very female series there's there's a lot of uh, obviously so i figure why not right and then i'll hit her up with the crossed (laughs) (laughs) i mean without getting too preachy i think it's a little bit of an odd question these days right i mean women are I mean, my wife's into lots of things, regardless of the fact that she's a woman. So I don't know that, like, I would, the, the easiest answer to this is whatever the specific woman you're talking about's interests are, right? Right. I mean, yeah. like, like one of my wife's best friends loves the goriest of horror movies. And when she comes over, we talk about them because my wife can't stand them, right? So, like, she might be in the cross because she loves freaking nasty horror. But my wife isn't into that at all. So, I mean, I don't want, you know, I don't know, like, there's, there's some rubric for women. But if, if, if if you're talking about like books that I've personally consumed and think are like have a female sens- sensibility to them or maybe a female protagonist, 
then, uh, I mean, Strangers in Paradise certainly be the one that comes to mind. I mean, why in Strangers were the first two that came to my mind? Yeah, that's a good um, uh, choice, too. I, I was also thinking Love and Rockets, but yep. that's a major investment. Yeah. I, mean, I, uh, I, I don't want to turn somebody off. Um, no, really, you're talking thousands of pages. So uh, it will click. But getting to the point where the you know the 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 trigger flips is the hard part. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What else do we have? Um, how about um, Bendis's book? Um, Alias. Yeah, yeah. The butt sex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, um, you know where you're going. See, yeah, it, it, it is. It, it is not an easy question to answer because I mean, obviously, my wife, of course, is a fan of. Strangers in Paradise, but also loves Batman. And for some reason, Runaways keeps popping into my head. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one that, does, that I think would be fantastic. In fact, I actually gave this to one of my wife's friends uh, because it, in many ways, mirrors her own life story. It was uh, Persepolis. Oh, yes. Good one. That's a good one. I mean, that's just, that's a. I mean, it's a fantastic book. That's what I'm saying. It, it, first it, and foremost, you want to pick something that's yeah. quality. And again, if, if you're. Like I, I know my wife is just not into superheroes at all, so that's sort of your starting point. You got to know what they're interested in. If I mean, are they interested? In, do they like? Exactly. Do they like espionage films and TV shows? You know, do they do they like shows like you know uh, Vampire Diaries and like you know Nine Hundred Two One Zero? Do you know? Do, if it depends on what they're kind of into, right? I mean, I, I, you got to kind of start there. Um, but How about so Lost that, Girls. What's that? Lost Girls. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I don't think so. Depends on you know how they enjoy how they enjoyed their their childhood stories. <laughs> if they like vampires, you can go with Grendel. Hmm. Um, the uh, there's yeah. See, there's um. I bet I, you American Vampire would click with a lot of women. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Sure. You mean because of like the Twilight stuff and all that? No, no. Well, I mean, that, but there's a lot of romance in American and, Vampire, and, and the characters are strong. They're, I guess. I, I guess I'm, I'm. 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 I'm just struggling with the notion that like this answer has to tie into being romantic. Kind I know. Of. True. You're well, right. I mean, my, my, I mean, again, my my wife isn't much for romance shows, but she's three. Yeah, Queen of Country would be good. Like the, again, there's a female protagonist, right? But it's an espionage film. Like I think that's great. I think you're right because if there were a really good NCIS comic, my wife would eat it up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What go. about the uh, what about Cook's Parker books? That's universal, right? Definitely. That should, that should sure. click with ev- with everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, like I mean, if again, it's like if 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 you're if the female in question loved like the Ocean's Eleven. Right or anything like that, yeah. I mean, the Parker books would be awesome. I mean, or if she's all happy to go see like the Aliens movies or something like that, I could see Saga being yeah, recommended. Sure. Definitely, I think yeah. Saga is another Universal too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if and if you're looking for again, I mean, if you're looking for something written or created by women, if that's kind of the groove you're looking for, then Womanthology, both both the original anthology and now there's an ongoing anthology being printed. Right, I mean, that's a fantastic take on that i mean if that's kind of your your cup of tea if you want female creators uh you gotta admit though women as an organism do gravitate towards things that men do not in most cases so to say that you know this book has a high romance content women are more emotionally stable they i i I think again the the reason receptive the the reason what you're getting at is that the vast majority of comics sold and consumed are 
capes and cowls. Sure. And they're written and drawn for men by men exactly. in general. Right. Where women are drawn to be perfect, you know, you know, twenty inch waist and triple D breasts and largely objectified. And and I think that is that is the stigma that comics creators have fought for a long time to get women more interested in comics, right? And while there's a lot more women at cons than there were even ten years ago, it's still very much a sausage fest. Let's be honest. True. So I think to, that's your point, right? So, but, yeah. but there's, but but we know because we we read so many things. We've cons- there, there are literally hundreds of comics that do not that are both not superhero and don't objectify people, much right. less women. I either. think Razzle would click with women too. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why yeah. the hell not, right? Nah. All right. Have, I, I, think, I think good comics will, will click with most women. Yeah, that's the thing. I think you want to focus on like discerning like quality stuff. Right? Good comics yeah. with not a lot of baggage will what click. About, what about comics that guys would like? I, I think, Jesus. I, I think, tons. I think it would be a lot of the same comics. Lost Girls. Lost Girls, right. <laughs> the Shaka. How about how about how about just how about just good comics? How, how about hour three? Let's get into it. No, yes. I have, no, I'm done. Oh, Chris, save it, save it, save it. Save it. Oh, the, no, save it. Uh, yeah. oh, no save way. the save running, it dude. Save the running. All right, um, let's take a look at the clock and see where we are here. It's I, early. I, I we haven't been for two hours yet. I know we got lots of time. Um, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you once again by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Get your books, get them cheap, get them fast, delivered right to your home. Remember, digital previews for $1.12. EOC 8 is the code if you want to save an extra 8%. And if you're a Johnny-come-lately, they don't care. They will take late orders or order editions Bring them on, right? Bring them on, Mr. And we've been talking about this for a while. It is upon us. The Appleseed Convention is this damn Saturday. Do not miss out. Over 100 creators in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We got Paul Hornschmier from Forlorn Funnies. Mike Norton's going to be there. The brilliant Tom Scholey. Dave Wachter, the Dean, and Hilary Barda, among others. $10 $10 gets you in the door, buying your ticket at advance, guarantees you an exclusive 11 by 17 print by the maestro Dave Wachter. Check the guest list, uh, announcements, and all sorts of stuff at appleseedcon.com. That's appleseedcon, one word, dot com. In your travels. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm going to continue with the theme and say that uh, please do yourself a huge favor and read what I think is the cream of a really tasty crop. Read New Avengers. It is uh, by far my favorite of what I've read so far. Um, basically, it is a job for the Illuminati. Why? Because it's really, really big doings. Um, well, the Illuminati saved Charlie. For obvious reasons, because he ain't breathing anymore. Um, but uh, just to put the book in perspective, I'm going to spoil one issue. Uh, if you haven't gotten there yet, it's only a footnote in this big story. But uh, the Infinity Gauntlet gets destroyed. A little bit. 
Oh. The Infinity Gauntlet is God. Captain America uses it to push away what a doof. an alternate, uh, um, uh, an Earth from another dimension, and he doesn't do it right, and the gauntlet gets destroyed. So Hope is getting tromped on in this series. They have to find a way to stop these alternate Earths from uh, the incursions onto our uh, space-time, and they're running out of options. And that's one of the reasons why... David, remember in Hickman's Avengers number one, you see Steve waking up from a dream and, uh, well, not a dream, but a nightmare. And in his nightmare, he sees Reed and Namor and Black Bolt and uh, Panther looking down at him disapprovingly. Fucking Hickman teased <laughs> New Avengers in the first issue of Avengers number one yeah. because they kick Cap's ass out of yeah. the Illuminati because he refused to compromise his principles. They, they they are going to have to do something involving the loss of human life, and Cap would not have it. So they kind of jettison him, and they bring in the Beast. Out. Yeah. I, uh, it's amazing. I, I, I like Hickman's take on... Uh, I like the voice he has for Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doctor Strange is getting his nuts kicked, though, in this book. They're not too kind to Doctor Strange. Uh, but, um, Hickman's books are all about change. He's the perfect guy to be ushering in this, this, this Marvel now because genetic, cultural, universal, it's all about transformation with Hickman. And that's what we're getting. Read these books. Read them. All right. Yeah, do it. Cool. Yeah. I mentioned read Daredevil. That's good. I have a stack of those waiting. Go, yeah, yeah, go, read it. I'm, I'm, I'm diving into volume three, maybe tonight. They sure are pretty. Yeah. All right, but before I go, Jason, were you going to do a Marvel or non-Marvel in your travels? I'm going to do a non-Marvel. All right, good. I'm going God, to these kids. make. <laughs> I'm, I'm what? <laughs> these kids. These kids. They don't know what's good. Uh, no, this is for Jason, because hopefully we'll get to talk about it in the very near future. Um, I'm going to recommend and suggest and say, in your travels, pick up a, a, a book by an up-and-comer, um, Jonathan Hickman, and uh, drawn by Nick Pitar. Read oh, was the it? Manhattan Project. Yes! Look at you all loving Hickman and stuff. The That's third volume of which is offered in this uh, previews. All right, segue. Nice. So nice. yeah, no, I am. Uh, I'm a few issues into it, and I am. I am really enjoying it. I. Oh, the first I, volume I, is off. I dislike so many of the characters, but it is so uh, enjoyable, uh, and nice. and it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm having a grand old time with it. That's I, awesome. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Check it out. Love you for that. I had all three of them in my uh, shopping cart. This month. Yeah, yeah, the boot them from Marvel stuff. I, I had to boot them, yeah. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> Dude, I, I can only order so much. You have unlimited resources. I, like hell I do. I, I was also looking at the Hickman uh, Fantastic Four omnibus. At 50% off, it's only 35 bucks, And I had I had to kick that out of my cart, too. Holy yeah, well. Shit. Say, Luffy, in your travels, first of all, if you haven't already listened to us, rave about them go to dcb service because i owe christina a huge thanks this week on top of we always owe her thanks but um it was free comic book day this weekend and uh i i my D, my uh lcs is uh in indiana <laughs> so so um 
they had a big DCB had a big big sale at their store, um, not online, where they uh, offered all sorts of discounts, and they had uh, ding and dent shelves, and I think it was fifty percent off a lot of the stuff in the store. And she was kind enough to alert us to this, True. and I picked up a assload of uh, collected editions um, from the ding and dent collection. Right, for 75% off. So, um, and a Black Widow statue for 50% off. Hot. So it was really awesome. She sent us pictures of the inventory and then told her what I wanted off the shelf and she put it in my next shipment. So huge thank you to her for that. Um, now as to the comics, do what I hope my co-hosts have the wherewithal to do this week and read the second issue of Private Eye. Because... <laughs> You should have already read it. And also, so you can play along, uh, at least give the first couple uh, arcs of Wasteland a read. Um, it's long overdue yeah. that we've talked about this book. First and it's issue act- is free on Comixology. Yeah, and it's really, it's it's actually weirdly and, and oddly well-timed because in this month's previews is, I've long anticipated this, the third apocalypse hardcover edition of Wasteland. Which is like I've been waiting for it for like two years. So oh, it's wow. it's it's solicited. Yeah, the third volume is solicited this month. Nice. So Excellent. it's really well timed. So if you like what we have to say next week about it, then you have a reason to uh, buy some more hardcover goodness. Those are beautifully constructed books. They're too. awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. really awesome. Fantastic. And you can actually find the first two. Um, like I know each of the last two T fall sales, they've had them. So you can they often turn up for like sick cheap and and they're they don't deserve to be. So you No. Yeah. Yay. All right. Um real real quick, I'm sorry I forgot to mention this earlier and and I apologize to Mr. Jason Gonzalez, but uh Jay Gonzo of uh um, Yay. He's, yes. He is yes. so damn good. Uh, what is what what what's what's that awesome comic he he puts out Vince? You tell them this is your bit. Do it. The Dustino. He is asking for letters to put in the letters column for the third issue. Uh, you can, um, you can send him your letters via email to gonzo, G-O-N-Z-O, at castleandkeypublications.com. Cool. So, yeah. Such a nice guy. And I will be sporting a curling shirt that he designed. Next year is is oh so ma, 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 it's awesome <laughs> it's awesome can't wait oh. poor bastard it's awesome he he designed a kick ass curling shirt it is badass and people in my club can't wait to wear them it's cool what color is the shirt pink Pro- Oh. <laughs> Turquoise, Dick Seal. You guys are wow, bad. assholes. No, uh, they are, aren't they? I just wanted to know what color it was. Assholes. That's why you laugh, Vince. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Chris, what color is it? Uh, it can be any color. Oh, it's... so you do? I thought you had like a team color. No. Oh. No. You I'm partial. Like, no, I'm being serious now. You don't have like a uniform, a team uniform. No, it's a club. There are many teams. But you I'm compete. on Pete. Like I don't. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I play for like six, six teams a year. Uh, well, I'm partial to red. When you compete, you guys don't have like shirts that match. No. Oh, okay. No. Like hot colors. Because I'm hot. 
You are hot. Spicy. I mean, time. if it's bowls, he's got a matching shirt. I do. Don't be shitting on bowling. Bowling is the Shit. ultimate sport. My don't be shitting on bowling. I, I love bowling. Love it. This. My wife bowls. Nerves of steel. She bowls well. Milf bowling. Yes. Milf God. bowl. In this. Uh, I don't know if I can, Chris. We have lots more to talk about. We do. Maybe we'll just keep going. Yeah, let's do this. Crank it up. BBP. That David, uh, what I said when they mentioned when you mentioned Chris with the BBP, I said we should start that shit up again. <laughs> I'd be down with that. We kind of did this week. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. Bullpen Bolton's thirty-four next week. Thirty-four. <laughs> Hey, you, you'd be good for about four weeks, and you're like, this shit is stupid. No, I think I think with the uh, full tank I have right now, I can coast for an, a, a year at least on this stuff. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're six weeks, and then it's it's back to image. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> and then IDW, and then mm-hmm. boom. And then, yeah. we're, about, like, we're about six months off from hearing about how Savage Dragon's the best comic ever made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's It's cyclical. <laughs> And you know what? I'm trying. I'm I'm mustering everything I can to to try and uh, doubt, um, tell you you're wrong, but you're not. You know? No, that's so, what we love no. about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay. It's a good. It's thing. awesome. I mean, I, again, I, it's, you genuinely love what you love, and when you're, it's uh, it's like the song. If you can't uh, be with the one you you love, love the one you're with. It's true. Oh, <laughs> At least I'm going to get a hug from Pat Loika. Oh yeah. Is. Oh yeah. So yeah, you'll get a text tomorrow. That's all right. I'm right. looking forward to Maybe it. He'll tickle your pickles. All right. I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Bye. Go ahead, Peace. Christopher. Bye. See you. You guys are going to keep talking. Aren't we you? love you so much. We might. The latest. Could be. A little sleepy. No, I, go. It's, really. It's running. It's kind of kicking my ass. It's good. Though. Oh, it's good for you. Yeah, very good for you. What they say. All right. I love you guys. Bye bye. Love you too, buddy. Night. Later. Later. It's going to be a four-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're going to take some more live tweets. Yeah. Uh-huh. Peace. Hello. All right. Let's see what we got here. So, let's. Uh, what do you want to talk about now? These nuts? How about Captain America? For real. Oh, I meant it when I said that before. Fine. It's It's fantastic. Uh... I guess Remender approached it from the uh, trying to recapture that Kirby Mad Bomb era um, craziness, unpredictability of of Captain America, and mm-hmm. they effectively effectively wiped the slate. Uh, and there's no Brubaker esque espionage and cloak and dagger. They've taken Captain America and put him in a situation. He's out of his element. He's oh, in yeah. he's in Dimension Z. Arnim Zola has manipulated uh, events to get Captain America into his realm, and it is just—it's it, a mixture of uh, wow, a fear agent. There's elements of like the Kirby Captain America in there where it's just so unpredictable. Uh, I'd, I see Road Road Warrior in it to a certain extent. Um, what else, David? Help me out here. Um. There's, uh, shit. Tons of new characters, uh, just unpredictable situations where one minute he's... Well, it's, it's oh, like, it's oh, like, oh, like oh, Kill, oh, Ra- it's oh, like oh, a Kill oh. Raven vibe. Um, um, it lone, does. Lone, lone Wolf and Club. It does, exactly. Yes, because uh, Steve is in, has custody of a child, uh, a baby that was taken from uh, Arnim Zola 
uh, when he when uh, Steve escaped his uh, clutches, so to speak, and he Steve being Steve raises the child and sees hit sees the the little the little, the little yes he's trapped in this realm for over ten years. Did he uh, strap her to his chest and did the baby? No, it, yeah, there's there's cave yeah, there's elements <laughs> oh, of cable in here too, but oh, thank God. <laughs> Um, but you know what's really cool with Steve and this this little boy? Uh, Remender's really sharp. Was it, he does. Was the boy's name Sue? No, he no. does. He does backstory uh, about Steve growing up and yeah. his his uh, dealings with his abusive alcoholic father. And, and and Vince, when when this when this series started, some people were a little butthurt that we found out that Steve was abused and and his, and his what's mother. What's wrong with was that? Abused. And and because it wasn't. That's up until now. That wasn't canon. We didn't know everything about. We we knew him as the ninety eight pound weakling when he was trying to get drafted and 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 enlist. But we didn't know a whole lot about his uh, depression pre prohibition young right. childhood. But so, but he st- he still has that that righteousness even as a child. Like that once part where um, oh where he saved his friend the Jew. He, well, that too, but he he gets hooked up with with a, a bad crowd, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. he steals from a local uh, pharmacist, and eventually goes back and and confesses to his crime and tells the the owner of the shop that he'll work off the what the amount that he took uh, in the shop. That's that's Steve Rogers right there. Right. So so the kid from very young has that <laughs> that sense of of good, um, but that's what I was getting at the. Remender mirrors uh, the events of Steve's childhood with the abusive father and with what's going on now in Dimension Z where you see why Steve wants to nurture and protect and, and care for this kid because it's something that he didn't have from his father when he was a, uh, a boy. That's, that's just smart. That's smart writing. And, I mean, and, and you know... You know by the time he gets back to Earth, it, you know... It, I don't want it, him to come back. I, I kind of don't either. But it's you know it's it, he keeps he keeps going on with the whole you know Sharon's probably the only one still looking for me. I don't even know what the Avengers going to be like. It's it's you know it's it's, it's going to be so different. But when I get home, and it's right. like you know it's it's going to be some some crazy time warp where it's going to be like he he's getting off the subway train like the moment he got on it in the first issue. But it's still you know even thinking about how it will all shake out when he gets back to earth it doesn't it's not distracting me from from the journey that we're all on right now so it's mm-hmm. it's um yeah no it's it's and it introduced um some new trim for vince with jet black mm-hmm. yeah how about her she's she's all <laughs> all in steve's pants like mm, you you stir something within me yes. i mean she can't stand him because she thinks that he killed her brother when in effect he saved him he raised, he raised him brother, but, but but once they they start button heads like she's all wet when she's oh look at you it's like <laughs> well, she's in the shower but yeah yeah and she oh, she's uh she's what is she funny. a um what's the, the word remender uses like she's um her perceptions are heightened like she she has that oh yeah, a, yeah ability yeah. to tell what you're going to do before you do it kind of like i guess the taskmaster to to, to bring this all home kind of something like that <laughs> and uh yeah it's just it's just great uh ramita jr on pencils inked by who david klaus klaus jansen damn uh but i gotta say dean white St- star of the book definitely the star of the book yep uh issue six actually is um is is uh, Klaus and Scott Hanna and 
Tom Palmer and Dean White's colors pretty much with the exception of, of Jansen because you just know his style. Um, kind of somewhat sort of seamless between the Hannah and, and the Palmer pages. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The, I've, I've noticed in certain issues like White will take it seemingly um, uh, let's just put it this way. He'll devote a lot of attention to a certain page and then when you flip it the next page is almost flat color. Like the colors aren't textured uh, oh, as he has a tendency to do, and there's and then you'll go like just a scene in in issue six where Jet Black is is with the boy, and it's basically flat color with a, a few little uh, highlights in in her armor and stuff. But no, I, I I think it's it's amazing, and we forgot to mention that early on in the series, Zola injects Steve right in the chest yeah. with with the uh, the equivalent of. Um, Cable's uh, Technovirus, where uh, Steve now has a uh, shard of Arnim Zola in his chest, and it talks to him. It's nuts. It's just it's it's freaking crazy. I love it. I love it so much. Which is it's not surprising because it's Ramita Junior. How many damn pages can that guy do a month? It's, it's crazy. Isn't he doing? Yeah, I he's mean, still doing Kick Ass, right? I mentioned to you guys, you know, the uh, sidebar interview he did, um, and he he was. You know, as I said, he was really candid and great in the interview, and uh, he he came right out and told the uh, the boys at Sidebar that he um, if he had his druthers, he would be working only on Kickass right now. That he wouldn't be doing Captain America, and he didn't want to do Captain America, but uh, because he stands to make a lot more money with Kickass, but uh, but he you know Marvel once slash made him do it, so he's yeah he's doing two books a month right now. Which is insane. That's nuts. That's yeah. that's dedication. It, mm-hmm. It's very impressive. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, and what else? I, I've been tough on Ramita at times over the last few years too. That he's looked rushed, but his Captain America stuff looks real good. So, it which does. is impressive because actually he is rushed. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess in this case, you know, I don't know. He's he's making it work. He's in fine form on Captain America. I haven't yeah. seen any of the recent Kick-Ass stuff, so I can't speak to that. But. Me neither. I only read that first, the first arc. I didn't read two. Didn't I really don't have a desire to read it, even Me though neither. even though it's Ramita Junior. Eh, whatever. I feel like I got I got everything. I, I got the gist in the first series. Yeah, you know, right. I enjoyed it well enough, but um, yeah, I just haven't felt a pull to read read the rest or see the second movie. Well, if there's a Kick-Ass three, so. So I guess neither of you guys went to see Iron Man. No, we might uh, we might actually see it Friday, Jason. Did you oh, really? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw. I I went with uh, Beth uh, last night. What'd you think? Uh, not a fan. <gasps> wow! Yeah, for, for real. Yeah, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. In in what way did it not uh, click? Um. It, it it's it's just played for laughs too much. It's uh it's just too slapsticky. In, in a lot of ways, I'll put it to you this: if if you know Shane Black, it's it's a Shane Black movie. And I, I really lo- I really enjoyed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but I guess I just didn't enjoy merging Iron Man with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So hmm. everybody's everybody's a comedian in the in the in the in the in the movie in my like everybody. Um, and there's a big. And I'm not going to give it away. There's a huge twist midway through the movie, and uh, 
I've, I've in sort of now that I've seen the movie, I went and kind of read some of the reviews and I read the thread today to see what people were saying. Um, it seems like the twist either totally puts you off to the movie or or you you adore. So it's it's very divisive, and I guess in my case it put me off. Um, now I, now that being said, um, Beth loved the hell out of it. She thought it was great, and we are we it was a sold out showing, and the crowd freaking loved the movie. I mean the crowd was totally into it. So your mileage may vary, you know. I mean, so I, I don't. It was definitely a well-made movie. Um, I mean, Shane Black is, like I said, he's a talented director, and it definitely was a Shane Black movie. I guess I just didn't like what a Shane Black movie does to Iron Man. That's all. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was shocked. I really. I mean, I generally was super. I, I thought I would love it. I mean, it's it's uh, other than maybe Iron Man two. I've I've pretty much adored every Marvel Studios film. So I uh, I was surprised. I. I we were walking out, and, and my, my wife was like, "What would you think?" She's like, "Usually, you're like gushing." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just sitting here kind of shocked because I, I just, I, I didn't wasn't into it." I said, "I felt like, I remember I went to see Home Alone with some friends in high school, and uh, it was a sold out theater, and everybody was laughing hysterically like every two minutes, and I remember being like, my friend and I were like, "What is everybody laughing at? It's the stupidest movie I've ever seen.'" And I, I felt like that in Iron Man, like the whole, like the crowd was going nuts like every few minutes, and I was like sitting there stone faced. Wow, and so, that's and really I, surprising. I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sh- I, I want you guys to see it because I'm again. I, I suspect I'm very much in the minority here. You know, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I just I didn't like that they played it for laughs. Hmm. Well, my son is killing me to see it. That being said, I'm going to bring the boys this weekend. I mean, they they want to. I you know, I mean, it's totally all ages fine. So I'm going to bring them. I mean, maybe I'll like it better the second time around. Now that I, now that I know what I'm getting to, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, my first read was was not what I hoped it would be. Curious. I well, I thought the first two were good to mediocre. Um, See, I, th- I thought the first one was excellent. And yeah, I think the first one was up. great. I think the second one was was terrible. That's I, that's the mediocre I part. I don't yeah. I don't know about that. I there are parts of the second one I really like. I, I thought Rockwell fucking killed it as Justin yeah, Hammer. Um, and 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 Rourke had his moments, but the whole thing about uh, Iron Man asking uh, DJ to whip up some funky beats, we can beat his friend's ass, and and there were just some things that I just wasn't. Wasn't real keen on, I, but the first one was was fantastic. Second one, not as much, and and I'm I'm hoping the third one will be good. But it's it's um, Renee's off Friday. She's got to take him back to the vet, and uh, she's got to renew her license since her birthday Saturday. And then we'll yeah. I'm going to um I'm leaving work early, and uh, so we'll probably catch an afternoon showing. Cool. Hmm. I think Avengers is still the template. Uh, oh well, sure. Yeah, they're they're and, all. And, and again, I don't. They did a, this again. Marvel does it right. I mean, this movie is clearly a sequel to the Avengers in the sense that. Oh okay. No, no, no. What I mean is in the sense that they acknowledge it. It's in continuity. You know, Tony is oh, okay. They they reference New York and they reference the the aliens and and his bromance with, with Banner. Uh, no, well, no, I mean, because it's an Iron Man movie, right? The other, right. there's, but, 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 I mean, they, you know, they, they clearly acknowledge that that all happened and that it's, it's part of, you know, where he is now with the status quo. So, you know, they do a good job with that. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things they do right. I just, again, I, to me, it's, it, this is one of those things where the criticism is as much on me as it is the film, and okay. that I didn't 
after seeing it, I I realized I don't want to see a slapstick kind of kind of movie about these characters. You know that that every Marvel movie's had a little bit of humor, and I think it's generally been worked well for me. But I felt like this just went too far into the let's be really funny okay. type of thing, and and that that just didn't work for me. But but again, like I said, the judging by the room and my own wife, that most people thought it was great. So I. I uh, the box office too didn't it have the second yeah. highest opening oh, absolutely and, yeah, yeah absolutely it's clicking with someone the uh the link i saw today on facebook is that he will not be back Downey will not be back for iron man 4 but he is signed up for avengers 2 and 3 so that'll be six movies as iron as tony oh, Stark. so he's not going to do an Aven- iron man 4 huh that's no, not, not not as a solo but i guess i figure oh. you know if he can still make a decent payday just showing up part time to be in the other two movies but do you think when when the first Iron Man came out, and by the time we get Avengers three, he'll have played Tony Stark for what, like a decade at least. Oh wow, crybaby, so, Jesus! Yeah. The, the, Iron Man revitalized the guy's dead career. Why? I don't understand why he wouldn't do a four. Well, well I wouldn't say revive. I mean, he. Why do you want a Tony Stark back, pushing pushing fifty five? I mean, it's it's Robert Downey Jr. is not he's he's not too young right now so uh, you can't you, hey maybe they'll do that story when tony stark became I, a kid again teenager exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah, give, give it to uh, give it give it to joseph gordon levitt um he's robbing. yeah no, it's <laughs> but no i mean by the time the third avengers movie comes out who you don't know how old tony uh danny jr will be so it's i'm i'm fine with that that'll be six movies he was iron man yeah that's okay that's a good run still money's money well, he's um, yeah. I mean, he's 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 forty eight right more, now. Right. So see, so, so I mean, yeah, he'll be. Hey, I could play be, Iron Man. There you go. Well, you can't ask any bitch, but the <laughs> and I don't know how many more Sherlock Holmes he's planning on making. So there are two. Yeah, right? I forgot about that. Yeah. He's busy. Good for him. It he's uh, he's so overwhelmed by the greatness of of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in the same role that. <laughs> Okay. Dude, you don't think Cumberbatch is a better Holmes? I think he is. I yeah. absolutely think he is. Yeah. Helps that he's actually fucking English too. Helps. Look at that. I'm psyched that they're gonna make more. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Figured that they were all done because the no blown up. Blown up like my pager. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's cap this one off. We're at two twenty, so that's good. That's a nice run. Nice. Uh, thank you for being here. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel, and uh, I'm going to go read some Marvel. Right now. Shocker. <laughs> it's sick. This is what happens. I go deep. And you go all in, I dude. go all in, yep. yep. I have to assess all of the books. i got to read them all, find out which ones are my favorite, and the rest of the things that don't uh, resonate, they're gone. That's, that's just the way I do it, and I'll, I'll keep keep it up. Like they say, Vince, don't hate, resonate. That's right. See you, people. We love you, you so much. Peace out, homios. Bye. Unlike other things, this was a good look. Wow. <laughs> Respect. Respect, indeed. Respect. Respect the deck. So, David, when do you want to start recording? 34. <laughs> that would be really annoying. For real? Yeah. All right. That would cut me to the shit. Shitting on legacy. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't say it would be just David and myself. You could be in on it. Yes, you did. You said David when he went reported. But there. that's just because we're the, that's our baby. You're, you're welcome to participate. Gee, thanks. Yeah, you'll be a satellite. You won't be a planet, but that's all right. <laughs>